What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. New, here new, 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 new here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, you in here with the Bruce Wayne. This is the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. You in the Desert Storm Bunker with C. God Allah. One of the best, if not the best. Undisputed. Pound for pound. The eight-time demonetized champion. New, 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 new world order. Coach Greg Adams. Anyway. <laughs> eight times. All right, man. We got a great show today. We're going to talk about the simp economy later on in the show. Who created it and when will it end? You guys see a poll right there on the Notorious CG channel and the Free Agent Lifestyle channel of people. You know, it's a little bit difficult. I had to leave some choices off. I only had four slots. I had about six options on there, and I kind of threw men together and jumbled them up. So um, you guys can let your voice be heard right now on this particular poll. And the poll says who created the simp economy. All right, the simp economy. And we're going to kind of read an article to talk about this as well and uh, round it up for the most part. And the first category is the social media thought, the dating app and the hookup culture. It's kind of like like which came first, the chicken or the egg. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard to figure out. And I wanted to put all of the above there, but I didn't want to let you guys cheat because most people would have put all of the above. But it is a combination of things. But which came first? All right. The social media thought seeking attention, the dating app exposure, hookup culture. Hookup culture? Where's the hookup culture girl here? Uh, are you tired of hookup culture? I've never even played this clip. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? Right. The hookup culture create the simp economy, right? It, it, it just put more women in front of men, right? Uh, what about single mother raised good men? All right. The good men, the good man, you're such a good man. All right. And he got a little scratch behind his ear and he was, <laughs> you know what I mean? He got a little east sleeve. He came to the women's rescue every time they got in trouble. Damsel in distress on the internet. They get in a little bit of trouble. A guy stands up and holds his ground. He stands his ground. And then the simp comes in. The good man comes in and he says, no, I'm going to rescue you, my E, darling. All right, I'll take it from here. And they brag about all the good things that they did. And they're not like those other guys. Right now, they're winning in both polls. All right, they're winning. Um. I didn't think they would be winning, but they, they're winning. What about the tricks? The tricks, the weak men, the shortcut guys, the guys that pay for a little scratch, all right? They take the shortcut, and they go in. Maybe junior college men. Maybe guys that pick up girls on Figueroa, all right? The, the, the marketplace of men that might have a little bit of money, and they like, hey, it ain't tricking if you got it, all right? They go ahead, and they, they, they plunk down for a woman that, that you're simping for online. Right, you're simping for her on online, right? You're paying her a lot of attention. I mean, and then all of a sudden, some guy swoops in, a uh, pretty woman style, and then he goes, "Hey, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a couple pieces of real peace sleeve from her. Forget the e sleeve, all right? Forget pedestalizing her. He like grab them ankles and he throws money on her forehead like the uh, what, what, what was it called? The bang bras, as we used to call them back in the day. The bang bras. He gives her the bang bras treatment. Here, here's a thousand dollars." Paste it after he busts on her face and gives her a facial. He pastes C notes on her forehead. Mm. <laughs> Is it those guys' fault? All right, he getting the real piece leave. Like he dip, dip, dive, and so socialize and clean out your ears and open up your eyes. He actually getting it. He dipping his dipstick. 
but he's giving up a little bit of money. And God's are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't undercut us, brothers. You undercutting us. We in here trying to make these girls work, all right, and work for our attention. And you coming in here getting the real piece of peace, Lee. <laughs> right? Is it their guys' fault? Right now, they're running, you know, they're, they're doing okay in the poll. They're doing okay in the poll. What about the Chad and Tyrone, the 80-20 the rule, right? Can you blame these guys? Right? And we got to admit, right, that the Chad and Tyrone's essentially – uh, bang women that uh, you thought you should have a chance at, right? You're like, Chad, leave a little bit something on the table, right? Chad, you're you're def you're inflating the the grades of these women. These women now think they can get you because you fornicated with them. Chad, Chad, chill out. Tyrone, what are you doing? Uh, stop banging that whale or that elephant or that piglet. Because Chad and Tyrone don't care. They want some peace leave. They like, look, man, girl offered it up. I'm taking it. <laughs> And you try to tell him not to take no peace leave. Chad is like, yo, bro. Tyrone is like, man, look. Hey, man, it's all, it's all, it's all wet. It's all wet when the lights are off. You know what I mean? It don't matter. Our, and then and then what happens is these women come on the dating marketplace and like, I want a guy like Chad. I want a guy like Tyrone. And a guy that tricks on me, right? It's it's kind of gotten out of control. Whose fault is that? Whose fault is it? Right now, or or also the PUAs could go in that category too, because they tell you to do something like approach a hundred women or go on five dates a week or seven days a week. Right there, I mean the marketplace is gonna be completely tipped off if uh, if women because there's not a hundred attractive women, there's only like five out of your one hundred, right? And then there's 20 marginals, and then the rest are slump busters. All right. So if you're taking date with slump busters to get some peace sleep. Are you throwing off the marketplace? Right? Is it creating a simp economy? This is a great show, man. We're gonna we're gonna give everybody an honest approach. All right, even if I fall into the category, right there. Yeah, the the Chad and Tyrones and in, in the uh, the dating coaches are the nasty boys. They will never admit it though. But you ain't got a lot to kick it. But uh, we'll give everybody an honest approach to even if I fall in one of these categories because I'm a single mother made. I'm a single mother raised guy. All right. I'm also I'll take I'll take some I'll take some real peace leave and see note. A woman, I'll see no the woman here, <laughs> and it's a woman you lusting for. Trust me. All right, I'll be with women y'all be lusting for. Y'all be like, if I could just have the chance, if I can be your man, you'd be like, baby, I wanna do all of the things your man won't do. You be out there, I'll do them for you. You be like, baby, you ain't gotta go out there the way you move. Uh -huh. Yeah, right. We got this all going on here. And we can't leave the women out. They're the one out there that put themselves out on the dating app. They put themselves out there on the ethos, right? The ethos. They hooked up. They got tired of hookup culture, didn't they? Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? Yeah, they was the one did it. So they can't they can't say it. They can't say they didn't do it. So that's gonna be a great topic later on in today's show. Anyway, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Um, uh, what is it? Uh Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA new, channel. New, 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 new world order. And we're going to get to the earlier contributors to today's show. How about we do that? Yes, indeed. Thank you, brothers, for contributing to today's show without the contributions. The show might not be able to go on. Albert Wesker says social media normalized simp behavior. Hashtag them brothers starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Uh, quick question, because we had pornography, we had magazines and videos and DVDs before social media. 
Um, did did social media? I guess we'll talk about it, but think about this. Did social media increase men's starvation? Yeah, that brother's starving. Yeah, because there was a time where dudes were thirsty already, right? Girls were already calling dudes thirsty. And you had to go outside to go see hoes. Somebody says 90s R&B. Yeah, hey, look, um, you had to go outside to see women, right? Like in Miami right now, they shooting ninjas right down on the, on the block. Right down, on, right down there on ocean, shooting them right in the face. Give them a buzzer. Mm. All right, dude, when, when women come out, man, dudes show out. When women come out and they pull titties out and booty out, dudes be showing out. Like, if you tell me a whole lot of hoes are going to be at a place, I'm not going to be there because dudes are going to be acting up. Who remembers that back in the day? They're going to be acting up. Uh, Apple Wesker says PUA is telling, telling men to go on five dates a week. Also, they are guilty. All right, guilty. Mm. Guys, there's not every man. If every man did that, did PUAs tell men to go out on five dates a week? I don't remember that part. But uh, the approach, the numbers game, the numbers game by itself is a telltale sign of a simp culture, right? Or a simp economy. It's a telltale sign. Even if the guy does the $40 Tom Likas date, cold approaches 100 women, tries to hook up with them. Come on, man. Five dates a week. That That's simp economy shit. You know what I mean? And not everybody like, I remember Tom Likas used to do the $40 date, <laughs> like $40. I can't even barely go out by myself and spend 40 bucks. I mean, listen, I'm not trying to be at McDonald's and shit all the time. Don't tell me to go for the dollar menu. Do they still have the dollar menu? I don't think inflation allows for that. But you can barely go out and buy, yeah, $40 in the 90s, but go out and spend 40 bucks on yourself. I mean, you can barely do that. I mean, come on. Uh, 2K teacher says single mothers started it by taking handouts from the government, which in turn dismissed men. Then feminism finished it. Oh, that's what I missed in there. That was one of the people I was gonna miss. Remember, I said I had an extra slot. Feminism was one of the slots. I wonder how the poll would have turned out. But he says feminism finished it, and then he says inner Chad and Tyrone plus wrecking fathers or stepfathers in court, and you have a recipe for raising simps. Yeah, we got to give it up to the single mothers. You know what I mean? They they did a number on young men. They cannot be excused from this argument. They can't be excused because we're because I have two slots where it's kind of blaming women and then two slots where it blames men. Just so I evened it out. So single mothers cannot be dismissed. Your single mother got ramrodded. She was a side chick at best. Got ramrodded, unmarried. Unmarried, got nutted in, produced you which was a mistake, or you were a, a revenge baby, right? You can't leave me. Don't leave me, leave me, leave me. Don't go, don't go. You can't, You were the don't leave me baby ass ninja. And then she proceeded to, and then she proceeded to do what? Tell you how to fail with women. They cannot be excused from the argument because they reach out, pull out her chair. All right, put the umbrella over her head and you get rained on. Put the coats over the puddle. Treat a girl nice. All the shit that she didn't do. Mm. Baby, I want you to do all the shit you never do. You'll do them for you. Come on, bro. Mm. Like they literally was like, they literally programmed Joe Monkey ass to do all the shit she never would have opened her legs for. I mean, 
<laughs> they can't be excused for the argument. Thank you, ladies. Where are we at? We got speaking. My mind says, look up third grade Chinese kid training with firearms. Well, I can't show that on YouTube, but yes, some things can't show, man. But yes, I know, man, I'll be I'll be rejecting com topics. I'll be like, can't show that. Can't show that music in the background. Ah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's bad out here to be a content creator. Y'all think this shit is easy. Oh, content live button. Show it. Nope. I got to be like, OK, center firearms cursing. You know what I mean? The, the woman be stringing long curses. They got R&B music in the background or some hip hop shit. And it'd be a good video. But the, the music, they, they got the music. So it won't even the context won't even be there. So firearms can't show it. All right. So I have to reject a lot of content. But uh, what are third graders in America learning? Third graders in America are learning how to be how to fly twice as high. This is what third graders do you really know your identity? Are there butterflies in the sky? And yes, you can go twice as high. Yes, indeed. That's what they they learning how to gender themselves and misgender. Oh, your parents misgendered you. You know what I mean? In China, they like ready to click clack. Blue Baggins says, you're going to talk about Waka Flocka acting simpish and running all fresh and fit last night. Man, I'm telling you, I, I don't be I don't be watching content. All right. You look at my YouTube history. It's either somebody, some shit I'm doing for the show or like somebody sent me or old wrestling videos. <laughs> like That's what I'll be watching. Mm. So I don't know what happened on Fresh and Fit. I haven't watched people for a long ass time. All right. I just don't have time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have time. I'll be producing two shows and shit. So I don't know what happened to Waka Flocka. I have no idea. All right, I'll be watching 1980s Dino Bravo videos and shit. I'll be like, what's Dino Bravo doing today? Oh, I guess he's not alive. <laughs> I'll be like, damn, that side suplex. Clam. I'm watching Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior. Like, yeah, bro. Like, that's what I'll be watching. Like, I don't know what's going on in the rest romanosphere. Nothing. I just do my show. So what did he do this time? What did, what did Waka Flocka do? But what, what, what happened? Maybe I'll do it. Hey, somebody send me a clip. I'm not going to watch the whole show. Just clip it for me. Send it to locals. And by the way, if you want to send me something, send it through locals. All right. Don't email me. I can't. I want one place. Yeah, I'll be watching Coco Beware come in and be like, damn, he really. I wonder if he traveled with that bird everywhere. That's what I do. <laughs> All right. Is it Rania says simp simp economy? is a subset of the real economy. Several studies show 80% of all purchases are by and for women. Advertisers are the biggest simps. I'm going to give you a round of applause for that one because, yes, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I think um, I think also, um, you know, with, with that being said, that there was a simp economy before social media. Right there, men, you know, the diamonds are a girl's best friend, flowers and chocolate. There was simp economy before social media. So social media may have amplified it and social media is playing a big role in it. But um, our economy has always been driven by men earn money and in turn, they take that money and they give it to women, which is weird, because if we actually talk, think about it, there's a gender receiving gap. In terms of what women get and receive out of the world, they get their corporate job and then they also want to double down and get money 
from men because right there, men make uh, purchases primarily for women, primarily for women and children, right? You're going to get a house like men. I don't care what a man makes. He can live off way less if he took women out of the equation, which is not a realistic thing to think about. But there are some monk mode dudes here. Now, if you make $50,000, $60,000, that shit could go a long ass way. If you're not paying a wife, if you're not dating, if you ain't tricking, if you ain't paying for kids, if you're not paying for child support, you could go a long ass way. You're not going to uh, uh you're not going to um places to uh, what do you call them theme parks. You're not doing any of this shit. Going to movies, paying for two and three people. You're not paying for babysitters. You dude, your paycheck. Let me tell you, there was a point I was paying. I'm not even gonna say it. Because the private investigator is going to watch here. There was a time I was paying crazy money in terms of supporting. Hey, quiet down here. In terms of supporting my kids and kind of taking care of the things that my ex could not take care of, which she was unaware of. She had no idea because I was taking care of it. I never went back like women always going back. I did this. I did that. They always want a ribbon for doing some simple shit. I took them and I paid the $50 copay. Well, shut your ass up. I mean, we cover way more than that. But dudes, dads, we cover way more than that. And this number is obscene per month. Obscene amount of money. <laughs> All right. So it's um, it is what it is. It's kind of like people don't realize that men make money. Women make less money, but if they take the take what men actually make and then figure out how it applies to women, women are killing the game. <laughs> they're killing the game. Like they're making they're making or have access way more money than men do. If you don't if you don't deal with women at all, you keep all the money. If you deal with women, she keeps all the money. Pug Dad says a light skinned BW asked for my number at the casino. She's married with kids and just filed for divorce owning. He says, then she said, don't have time for small talk, sent rates to hang out without giving peace leave. Wow. Wow. You talk, man, not only these women not running to the streets, in these streets, they're running right to the sexual marketplace they know that the women are monetized now for, for the guys who are voting like the tricks and the man yeah women are monetized and they'll take a little bit of money can you see yo somebody says so she's a hoe no she's not a hoe she's working out here all right they trying to make a little change out here wow center her wait a minute she approached you to send you her rates y'all <laughs> <laughs> Y'all brothers are done out here, man. Y'all done out here. Y'all done. I don't know what to tell. But look, I hate to say it. Never mind. I'll come back to it. Shout out to my man, BH, no government name. He says, and he sponsors today's show. I'm rich, he says, thank you for the daily inspiration and the consistency. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you for that. Go sponsor That's sponsorship, sponsorship, sponsorship out here. Why not, says the show, our fire, coming back from vacation. Since I came back, yeah, man, I've been putting my foot in this. All right, since I came back, I came back fully focused, man. All right, Shan says, the most IG followers of junior college girl you had have had. Um, I really don't know. 
<laughs> I really don't know. Like I, like I've had like several type of girls in different industries, like, like that, like social media, you know, the other peripherals and, um, you know, some of them be, some of them be driving nice just to let you know, <laughs> right? Some of these girls, they drive in like Vegas, girls that work at Little Darlings, then they go to the Spearman Rhino, and then they jump up. They be, some of them be having a bag. Some of them be broke, though. So I don't know. I really don't check their eye. I don't really don't look. They just tell me what they do, and I'd be like, okay, nice. Now, I did have a young lady recognize me yesterday. Yeah, they're an influencer. A one young lady recognized me. She was like, you look familiar. 20. She's 20 years old. She's an influencer. <laughs> she's an influencer that's how i put it and she was like i think i've seen you on instagram reels now she could not put her name she couldn't tell me what line of uh niche i was in she couldn't tell me what i said she just said i seen you on instagram reels 20 she had a little bag she drove a new bmw four series and she was 10 toes up so anyway <laughs> so it is what it is Dev says 20-year-old man making over 100 k is intimidating to younger women. Wow. So 20, a man in his 20s making 100 k is intimidating to younger women. Interesting. Interesting there. Yeah, she called. Yes, it was get him daddy get him time. Daddy. It was get him daddy time. Um, wow. We need to explore that, Dev. We need to explore that conversation because, listen, I hear uh, young women say they don't want to date in, uh, men. Most men under like in that age group, Gen, Gen Z women rarely want to deal. If they're mature, want to deal with Gen Z men. So I'm interested in that topic. I'm interested in that topic. All right. Very, very interesting point here. Oh, it is Tuesday. So we will have our Gordita Tuesday. Yeah. The start kit. Yeah. All right. But most girls ain't 20 ain't driving. They barely driving any car. So for her to have a, a BMW is impressive. All right. Uh, shout out to Macaroni Tony. We got to get into the show. We This is going to be four hours already. Right. Macaroni Tony, 50% Chad, Tyrone, Rico Suave, Khan's fault because the conquerors by default, um, because they're conquerors by fault, which leaves majority of men left with nothing but simp energy. 50% single mother raised men fault because they strive to never treat at XX like their mother was treated. So we got a combination of what was it? Oh, 50% Chad Tyrone fault, 50% single mother raised men's fault. All right, that's a great equation right there. Thank you for that. That's actually a good, good point. So Chad and Tyrone's leaving little on the marketplace. And then the little that's left out there, the majority of men have to simp for. Interesting. Travis says the simp economy has always existed. Women always have a cost. You either have to pay her, serve her, or live without sex. Or pay the middleman. Don't forget that. The sad part is married men do all three simultaneously. That takes us to the single mother raised men, good men, a.k.a. the married men. When we get to it, you'll figure it out. But but it's interesting that that uh, what you point out is the idea of not having to pay has come from a, a group of guys that have tried to navigate their way up out through the system, defeating the system that has always existed, which is pay. Okay. Like the pay for women, women have always had a cost. So there's been a group of guys in the probably the last 30, 40, 50 years that said, we, we're not going to do that. We're going to hook up with as many women and pay none. That perhaps has created the simp economy. That perhaps has created the simp economy because there has been a couple guys that have been able to do that. But those guys have 
giving dudes false hope that you can do it too, right? Yeah, that's the, that's an idea. And that's you. They said, you can do this too. Look at me. I'm a barbarian. Look at me. I'm Brad Pitt. And um, I'm Achilles, right? In whatever movie that was. 300, right? Look, you can do exactly what I do. And they sold those guys that they can do it too. That's created a simp economy. Because those guys went out there and tried to do it and they failed, all right? They failed miserably. Troy, 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 thank you. All right, shout out to Glenn Beck. That's what I'm going to call you, but it's not the real Glenn Beck. Anyway, we ready to sniggle, and we're getting warmed up. The first one, when men keep it real. When men keep it real. So let's get into this right here. And, of course, this is kind of a straggle sniggle. This is a man who is hearing impaired, all right? And it says right here, husband hears his wife wife's voice for the first time. Now, this is a skit. But I thought it was still funny because men are keeping it real. Do me a favor, hit the like button. Oh, we haven't done our Gordita National Anthem either. We'll come back to it since this woman is a Gordita right here. So we'll come back to it. All right, so it's a skit. Now let's go ahead and roll the skit here. A uh, man hears wife's voice for the first time. Here we go. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh my God. Can you hear the sound of your own voice? Yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> Is that too loud? No, not too loud, but boy, that's annoying. You don't hear that? I had to hear this forever. Oh, oh, there we go again, Doc. You know why this guy's smiling? Because he's probably deaf and he can't hear his wife's voice. Doc, please take it off. Happy, please. Relax. This is a celebration. Trust me, from one married man to another, you'll get used to it. I don't believe any word that came out of your mouth. You little lip. Oh, man, this is just reprehensible. My man heard his wife's voice for the first time. He said, take the goddamn thing off my ear. The hell is this? I won't want to hear any of this. Like, I didn't know her voice is so annoying. I I understand. So shout out to him. A little bit of normie humor to kick off today's show. All right. Yeah, man. I actually understand him 100%. All right. Yeah. All right. Understand him 100%. Uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is a funny guy. Uh. This might be a lot of you guys when you have friends that are blue pill and hope strategists, right? And they tell you, oh, coach, coach, I found a one. I found a one coach. She's going to be the one. We're going to ride it off forever. And then they keep breaking up. Ladies, you might have lady friends like this. Oh, he the one. I think it's going all the way. I think I could finesse this dude and make him commit long term, right? You hear that stuff. Now, Michael Jackson is at, um, I think, uh, Liza Minnelli's uh, wedding. I think all of these people are dead in the video, but it's still pretty funny. Let's go to Michael Jackson. Um, if he was able to live, he like if you probably knew him personally, he probably was a funny dude, right? I've seen some clips of him kind of just being real, not his image, and he's funny as hell. But this is Michael Jackson. It says right here, me watching my friend swear love for the third time, all right? And so let's see what Michael Jackson thinks about uh, Liza Minnelli, his friend, swearing that she's going to be love this guy and then love and marry. Okay, so go, let's go ahead and set it up. Everything to me, and I could not think of living life without you. And I love you forever. David, I adore you. You are my embrace of you. Can I kiss you? 
My man did the uh, he gagged. Oh, oh my goodness. All right. Look. Hey, that's me too. He looking in like bruh. And shout out to Liza Minnelli. She is still alive. I put her ass under the ground. All right. Shout out to Night Liza. She's still here. I wouldn't have known. I would have never known. I'm not a person to listen to. But uh, I love this clip, man. <laughs> Everything to me and I could not think of living life without you. And Coach, man, I found the one. I think she the one. <laughs> she like, he like this bitch. I love you forever. <laughs> That's me. David, I adore you. You are my embraceable you. He like, what we doing here for this bullshit? Okay, I'm your friend. I'm your friend. Yeah, she the one. All right, I'll come up. I'll show up. Oh, I want you to be in my wedding, Coach. This is the, this the one. I'm sitting over there looking like Michael Jackson. Thank you. How you looking? <laughs> Y'all swear, man. Man, not my girl, Coach. Coach, not my girl. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. He. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Dude, they divorced like a month later. Look it up. This couple that he went to the wedding, they divorced. They didn't even make it a year. I don't even think they made it six months. Michael Jackson was like, <laughs> yeah. All right, that's me, bro. Like, okay, yeah, did you? All right, shout out to Michael Jackson, man. He a real one. I if you look up some of his clips where he's unedited, where it's you know he 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 really was a guy who looked at his uh, public public image and controlled it quite quite a bit. Um, like kind of like Beyonce does, but his clips where they they're you know outtakes are hilarious. All right, he was a funny dude. Unfortunately, um, there's some other things about him that may or may not be true. Let's go to the hey, let's go to Canada, who is the leader of the new, 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 new world order. Canadians, man. What's going on with Canadians? Y'all be over there, weak sauce, tippy toe ass, limp wristed ass. Canadians, man. <laughs> Shout out to Canadians. Uh, Canadians are gonna be mad at me today. I mean, as I as if I haven't pissed anyone off, Canadians are gonna come from my neck. Canadians got the whole damn new world order work. Watch this dude. New, 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 new world order. So apparently, just to set up the clip, the guys at home, the black Canadians at home, in this Canadian chicken box as programmed as normie, this programmed as normie walks to his door and knocks on the door and says, Hey, uh, we got a report that you were driving recklessly and we think you're drunk. Now, now. I just want to let you know, my man is at home, bro. My man is at home. And this dude, this normie, watch. You're going to hear all his programming. He glitching and shit, right? Because there's some do-gooders up there, and they are completely programmed. The dude is at the crib, and he knocks on the door, and he gives him a breathalyzer. Man, what kind of what kind of damn new, 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 new what kind of Trudeau shit is this? Let's play the clip. Man, it's no biggie. The cops are here. We had to do a breathalyzer test because I don't. We were weaving in and out so of traffic. We received a traffic complaint from the OPP. Oh wait, wait, it's not going. So yeah, yeah. We received a traffic complaint from the OPP, mm -hmm. uh, advising of a possible impairment. Uh, you're swerving in and out of lanes. Yep. So now I'm here to. Man, look at this weak ass Barney Fife ass chicken bar script reading. Is this a skit? Mm -hmm. This gotta be a skit. This dude reading the script. 
man, what are we doing, man? New, 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 new world order. Administer an alcohol screening device. So right now I demand that you provide a sample of your breath into, a, into an approved screening device for, for proper analysis of that breath to be made okay. and for you to accompany me for that purposes now. Okay. You understand? Yeah, I understand. Okay, so I'll demonstrate it once. I'm mm -hmm. going to turn the machine on. Okay, first, first and foremost, everybody in Canada, where's my Canadians? Hey, Canadians, I got to ask y'all, what province is this? What province is this? Is this Ontario? Is this Quebec? Is this uh freaking uh uh Vancouver? Uh, Victor what is it? Victoria, v Victoria, Victoria. This is a skit. Oh my lord! Oh my gosh, the police are really here. What the heck is going on here? Alan. Do you guys actually so back up for you this? Take, you take one, 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 one British Columbia. What I say, Victoria. Who cares? All right, here we go. It's got to be a skit. We're all in pairs. <laughs> so you take a deep breath in, mm -hmm. make a tight seal around the tube, mm -hmm. and blow out just like you're blowing up a balloon. So, all right, so they got the police behind here. This guy, this is not a skit. The police pulled up. There's two policemen in the back. And then it'll click. Okay. It'll stop. It'll think for a minute, and then it says zero because I don't have any alcohol in my system. Okay. Okay. Did you do that? Absolutely. All right. And this gotta be Edmonton. This gotta be Edmonton. This Winnipeg. All right. Here we go. How you guys doing? Good. Hey guys. Look, there's more police that showed up. Man, boy, being black in Canada gotta be some. No offense. I just want to know, like, you guys need all these people here. So he's. Getting trained by that fellow there, you. Okay, okay, and and when I when when I show up alone, they always send the second person you. just in case things go squirrely, okay. right? Because did he say go squirrely? Mm. Oh my lord, this has got to be Edmonton. <laughs> Imagine if you were impaired. Yeah. Some people yeah, don't want to get arrested, strong. right? Yeah, It'd yeah. be a big fight. Yeah. So I'm gonna pop this fresh straw on for you. Okay. Are you nervous? Me? No, no. I'm not nervous. <laughs> Lies, lies. New, 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 new world order. I already passed my test. <laughs> All right, my man. So deep breath in, seal, oh, and my. breathe out. What? Hard, hard, hard. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Perfect. Canada taking it. Just think for a second. And it says you. <laughs> new, 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 new world order. What the what? You're golden. All right. Uh, I'm not sure where the complaint came from. Maybe you were on your phone. No, Maybe I don't. No, 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 no. My man is a straight up bot. That cop is a bot, for real. That cop is a straight up bot. Oh, no, but I'm satisfied that there's no impairment here. So I appreciate you Thank being you. so cooperative and helpful. Thank, Thank you, ma'am. Sorry for giving you a bit of a scare. You guys take care and have a great night. New, 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 new world order. Hey, um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my lord. California ain't no better, but they come to my door. Okay, let me let me just ask you. I'm at the crib. I dodge and dip, 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 dive. I dodge and dip. I park my car. Some normie reports me. I go in the house and have a beer. And then the cops knock at my door 20 minutes later, but I just drank a beer. And then they said, were you driving impaired? I said, no, but when I came home, I chugged the beer. I know it's not going to be in my blood alcohol level, but you might smell the beer. And then he might say, well, I smell the beer, right? New, 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 new world order. And he takes me off to jail. I'm going to be like, yo, I wasn't drinking the driving. I came and had a beer. Think, mm. Man almighty. All right, Canada.
Speak up for yourself. Speak up for yourself. Trudeau done did a number on y'all. Got that NPC ass chicken bucket ass police officer looking like Bonnie Fife at my door. All right. <laughs> looking like Bonnie. That's crazy. All right. Uh, next one. Last one. And then we'll get on to uh, see if there's any support. Is uh, as you guys know, cock blocking chicks. All right. Cock blocking chicks. You guys all remember this. Uh, shout out to the game guys sending this guy out here. Uh, we won't play the music. We won't play the music. Um, it's just going to be this guy out here. Hey, turn the music off. Um, set the scene. There's two linebackers over here or two offensive linemen, two piggies, and they went to the market. And this guy's going to try to slide in with this girl who's not on the screen. Let's go ahead and play it. All right, so narrating. There he is, slow sliding, acting like he's looking at his phone. Um, she comes over, the big hog beast over here. Cock blocks the guy with her saggy waggies. Look, look at the cock block. She got a flat back. The flat back is getting attention right here. The Mastodon input on the internet, she gets attention. Oh, the humanity. But in real life, she does not. All right. And so she takes the flat back over here. She trying to, <laughs> yo, this is crazy, man. What kind of, this is crazy. So this is why, you know, we could talk about this part. These women get attention online and they got a whole bunch of simps. She got a strawberry shortcake shirt on. God damn, look at that belly deli. Oh, my goodness, man, I tell you. Oh, the humanity. But the flatback getting all the attention, and, of course, because she ain't getting no attention, you got the cock-blocking chick right here. All right, look at her. He came over. He wasn't even that close. But, look, she already in everybody else's business. And, uh, of course, <laughs> look at that. Yeah, somebody said the pulling guard. This is a damn. Um, <laughs> they run in the opposite direction run, and she went over there and pushed his ass away. Can't even run no game with that ugly ass. Hey, you know what? Because women go out in groups. We talked about the cheerleader effect. They always going to have one of these. But this this person does her job way too much. Her She does her job way too good. Like, we're like, hey, ladies, if any creeps approach us, you know, be out there. Look, let's, let's watch each other six, protect each other six. If any creeps approach. But the whole night, she just focused on blocking dudes because she ain't getting no attention. Nobody got a block for her. So the whole night, look. <laughs> She hit his ass with the stiff arm with that big ass jowls. You know what I mean? Like, wow. And she wanted some. She was ready to she was ready to smuggle salami. You guys know these be the nastiest chicks right here. All right. So she was ready to smuggle some salami. She like, damn, girl, why you? Oh, man, don't bring her fat ass no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't bring your ass. Don't bring her no more. We told her to do her job. She took her job a little too seriously. Don't bring her ass. All right. Shout out to the coach gang. Hit the like button in here and let's do our Gordita National Anthem. And I forgot it. So we're going to have to pop it up on the screen. Let's get a little bit. Five, ten fingers here. What's the question? What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 260. I'm not going to lie. No, not your, your body count. What do you mean? How many... Oh, no, she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh, no, I can't count that. <laughs> oh, no, I cannot. <laughs> Let's just say it's more than the 10 fingers, okay? Oh, man. Oh, the humanity. Somebody clapping that. Somebody got it, man. Shout out to our girl right here. All right, shout out to her. Let me see if there's contributors to today's show. We got Ninja Snuggle. He says, Coach, in your opinion, which relationship work 
which relationships work better, equal relationships or unequal relationships. And I mean equal as in the other person has everything you have to offer, not who does the most chores. Okay, so we're not talking about chores. We're talking about who has the much to offer, equal or unequal. Uh, interesting question. I really don't know. I mean, I think um, I'm looking at it. There should be yin and yang. Like whatever whatever one person offers, the, the other person should offer the opposite. Like wherever, there should be that. I think that's the best way to do it. Like I focus on this, you focus on that. And it doesn't necessarily, look, for people are like, well, I don't want to cook and clean. Well, bitch, you can't cook and clean anyway. Like you suck at both of them. So you better find something else to do, right? You better be good at something else. Because you guys, ladies, let's just be straight up. You guys suck at cooking and cleaning. The only reason you were assigned cooking and cleaning duties is because you couldn't do anything else. And I mean this in a good way. <laughs> you couldn't do anything else because the world wasn't suitable for, you know, women sitting at a desk all day uh, punching keys. Like y'all actually could do a typewriter. Can you do 800 words a minute? No. Okay. Well, you can't do shit else. Go do something else. Like you could like there were manufacturing jobs. Dudes worked at the plant with nuclear chemicals. You know what I mean? Dudes had to carry shit. You know, like th the world wasn't designed for you. So they were like. Other than opening your legs to me and incubating my babies. Why don't you cook and clean until I get home? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there was nothing else for you like to literally do around the world. It was a man's world. It was a true man's world. So you had to be like, what else can this woman do? All right. Can you burn bread? Can you can you actually come up with shit like, you know what I mean? Can you actually go to the store and bring noodles and boil them? You know what I mean? Like and mix this meat sauce and put it in there. And then the women try to get creative and shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, let me put some chives in there. Let me put some onion. You know what I mean? Like then they started be like, let me put some effort into this shit. <laughs> All right, let me let me hit these clothes against this rock. You know what I mean? Hit. Let me wash these clothes. You know what I mean? Hang them up. And then we were like, why don't you focus on that shit? You know what I mean? There's more that you could do. This is better than nothing. This is better than me doing it because I can't focus. Why don't you do those things? You know, it wasn't like you were designed to cook or clean. It was that in, in a period of time, you couldn't do anything else. Like you couldn't go to war. You know what I mean? They try to go in there and manufacture. They got Rosie the Riveter. Uh, we can do it. Rosie the Riveter. She went in there, quit her job six days later. She was like, this is too tough. <laughs> Raise these kids. Teach them something. Make sure they're not idiots. Uh, make sure that they're fed so they can actually till the farm. <laughs> we need all eight of these kids to work the farm. Get them ready. Like, that was your job. You know what I mean? Now the world is designed around dudes, tippy-toe-ass dudes, reading rainbow. They sitting in the air conditioning, firing off Twitters in between, firing off emails. So the world is more designed for, you know, women and, and weak-ass men to contribute. Keyboard warriors and shit. Keyboard assassins. <laughs> right? And then we gave up on the things that they were subpar at only for them to be replaced Right. They were like, we don't want to cook or clean. Well, you sucked at it anyway. Go, go on and type. And now we can actually order gourmet meals right through the Internet. 
So they can be replaced. So ladies, y'all can't go back. You can't go back because now we got Uber Eats and all kind of shit like that. It's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like you can't go back. You know what I mean? Like I got a girl, Rosalinda comes over and cleans my house and she does way better than you. And she never complains. She just be looking at me. Hi, Gregorio. Hola. She'd be like, hola, como esta, Gregorio? She just nod at me, look at me. I'd be like, Rosalinda, um, make sure you can't go. Don't vacuum that room in there right there. Don't vacuum that room. I need to keep that room. And she'd be looking at me like, and she vacuums the room anyway. I'd be like, Rosalinda, didn't I tell you to not vacuum that room? I, was, I don't want you to go in that room, Rosalinda. And she's like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, Damn. I better learn some Spanish because every time the only time I think about learning extra Spanish is when Rosalinda comes in here and doesn't follow orders. Rosalinda, I told you not to go in that room, didn't I? Okay, Gregorio. Mm. <laughs> Damn. Sorry, sorry, Gregorio. Sorry. I I know understand that fast. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> So shout out to Rosalinda. It's better than a look. If you have a wife or a girlfriend, she like this. She vacuuming, looking at your ass. I can't believe you're sitting down while I'm vacuuming. Why don't you get up and help me with around the house? Or she does all it looking at you, sneering at you, leering at you. Is, is that a such thing? Sneering, leering at you. Oh, disgusted. Can't believe he's sitting there playing video games while I'm doing all this cleaning. Then you go to touch her. Hey, baby, uh, can you give me a little bit of that leg? All right, can I touch your leg? She's like, nah. You had me cleaning all the time, and you did not help. <laughs> right? Mm. Yo, Rosalinda way better than that. Rosalinda way better than that. She don't, she don't do nothing. She just smile at me. Hi. <laughs> I'll take that and her vacuuming the room that I didn't want her to go in vacuuming up all my cables. See, the reason why I don't want her to do it because I'll have cables around. Like, this is the office. I don't want her to come in the office because they start moving my cameras and my lights. You know what I mean? She start cleaning this shit right here. They start moving my computers and unplugging shit. I'm like, Rosalinda, do not unplug anything in that room. Don't go in there. Don't go in there. I'll come in there and she vacuumed it. Rosalinda, told you not to go. Damn, you touch it. Now my shit all unplugged. I got to go set up my studio again. <laughs> all right, anyway. So then she, oh, sorry. She didn't reset all my keys on my damn thing. Mm. So anyway, that's why I tell her to not come in here. And then I be having a jammy right here. I don't want her to get no ideas. She come in there and she see the gun. She, oh, do you work for the cartello? Mm. All right. Anyway. Jay Flo says, I brought a, I brought a lunch for the day stream coach. Coach gang. He brought a lunch. We ready. Shout out to Dev says, what are Generation Z XX is looking for in men today? Oh, that's a great question. We could, Maybe we could talk about that because I actually talked to somebody that, you know, talked about that. Shout out to no government name for the Coach Kang enrollment fee. Thank you, brother. Um, As we go along, uh, the problem with Gen Z women, Gen Z women, is that they, this could go into the, who created the simp economy. The social media has allowed them to see things that they believe that men can provide them, right? So the whole pay for, you know, I mean, like the uh, Gen Z women are at the age where everything's a fantasy, right? So they think every man should be able to 
be able to afford to take her on a date, a simple date. And they get frustrated. But we watched a video from Courtney Ryan where the women were like, well, men in my age group should be making $70,000. And their average salary was like thirty six dollars to $40,000. And they were like, wow. But in their mind, money grows on trees. Men make way more money. So they're like, why don't men my age take me out on dates? They can't afford it, bitch. You know, like, what the hell? You bitch. They can't. <laughs> so they're already priced out. So then here comes the group of men in the age group above and above that that could take them out and get, let this, what they want to do is they want to get dressed up. They want to wear their heels and they want to wear their dress and put their makeup and plump their hair. They want to go out like it's fucking Cinderella. <laughs> right? They want to do that shit. They're at the age where they want to do that because they, they look good. They feel good. They feel sexy. They want to be treated. Now, men in their age group, not many dudes can do that. And so what they do, men in their age group, play video games. They, you know, they play Call of Duty, COD, NBA 2K, Madden, or they have a job where they're barely like, you know, I'm barely can make it. I can't afford to take a girl out on a $100 date, let alone a $200. Here comes the dude from the age group of uh, ahead. And he says, here's a $100 date. Here's a $150, $200 date. So before they could not reach for that guy, that there was no marketplace where they can reach for that. They had to like, you know, approach an old guy like, do you like young girls? Like <laughs> they would have to wait for the creepy old man, like the sugar daddy, the guy. Oh, I like mature men. And they would have to meet in the middle, which was almost impossible. Now, the Internet has allowed that shit to flourish. Because now women that want that, that like slightly mature men, overly mature men, you can connect just like that. Like plug. That has changed a bunch of shit. And it's, and it's affected the Gen Z marketplace significantly. Now, people are going to call that tricking, and I don't mind it. But if we put it in the category of tricks, weak men, shortcut guys, because I had to put a category in there, that guy is cutting the corner. He's he's uh, pricing out the Gen, the Gen Z. And uh, like I said, I'm, I, I have no problem sending across from 19, 20, 21, 22. It's just like that. And uh, most of them say they will never jade a Gen Z guy. And they're Gen Z. They would never do it. They were like, I can't do it. I would never do it. Now, despite the fact that we're like, Chad and Tyrone probably still hitting. Possibly. Possibly not. But they can connect where in previous times for them to connect, with, it was a little bored. It, was a, it took a lot more work. All right, anyway. But uh, Jay Cool says, Coach, I am 56 years old. And he says, I grew up in a two-parent household, still learning that I had to simp for women even then. He says, the strange thing is, looking back, I did have a bad boy ability as well, and it worked. Although I was so confused, I never stayed that way. That is a confusing way as well, so we can call, call that the Chad and Tyrone. Um, a lot of women will say, despite the fact and what they will tell us in public, that they have no problems with men degrading them, but it has to be a certain type of guy. Or they have no problem messing with a-holes or being attracted to a-holes. Right? So that's confusing to men. I mean, a lot of guys can speak to that. This is why, um, what's the guy's name? Alan Roger Curry had the mode one approach. Now, many guys to this day looks out at Alan Roger Curry's and rest in peace to him at mode one, and they're like, 
that will never work. I'm going to get a sexual harassment. I'm going to get arrested. This seems weird. I'm not that guy. Women are going to turn off. I'm going to get slapped, right? We would hear that type of objection to that approach. However, uh, a, a guy that uses that and uses it well, and they have the so-called confidence and the swag, and maybe he has the size or the look, he don't give a fuck, right? It'll work for him. <laughs> so if you don't carry that out you won't find that but we just got to be honest the women that fall for that they're not all good women some of them are though guys you will be surprised at how many women are that are they're good women but they like to be treated either nasty or like a, what would we call it um i'm gonna say degraded but it's in a it's not degraded like disrespectful degraded, but they want to be treated like you're dominating them, dominating. And these are good girls. These are the good girls. These are the girls that go to the library and shit. These are the girls that be, and then they'll find a guy that dominates them, spanks them. They 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 punish. I'm gonna punish you. Lay you over my lap and smack you in the booty. And um. That domination thing comes from, you know, they, they like to gag and choke on your salami. It's <laughs> when you do it right, they line up for that shit. Even if you do it halfway wrong, they line up for that shit. You will never do it because you're like, this cannot be true. You there's no way. And then you're you're with her. Then you're with her. And then you give her none of that. You marry her. You give her none of that. What are the what happens? Her peace leaves starts itching. She wants that. Or then she either wants to dominate you. So it's a hard line. I know what you're saying. I want to be. I was a little bad boy, but I couldn't pull it off. Guys do that. Yeah. The, for guys, man, you when you learn it, that a lot of good girls like to be like spanked and told and shut up, you know, not shut up, but like sit down here and, and, and told what to do and thrown around the bedroom and flipped over and had a legs pulled and, and push them over and throw them on the bed. They love, they love that shit. They love it. But you asking her, can I touch you? Can, can, and, well, and ladies, I know ladies are like, tell them Hercules, Hercules, tell them coach, but watch this. But watch this. There's also a crazy line of women saying, I didn't consent. That's where y'all fucked up, ladies. You better go get your girls. That's where the fine line is. Because now women want that. A dude will give them that. And she'll be like, later on, I didn't consent. Okay, well, let's explain the situation. So you you met him. Yep. You met him at the restaurant. Yep. He paid for the day. Yep. He kissed you. Yep. Did you say consent? Yep. Um. Uh, he he touched her titties. Yep. He touched her hair. Yep. He kissed your neck. Yep. I let him do that. Yep. Okay. Um, you laid down. You went up to the bedroom. Yep. You laid down. Yep. You took your bra off. Yep. <laughs> Did you consent? Yep. He touched between your legs. Yep. It was wet, right? Yep. He tasted his finger. Yep. Yep. Did he consent? Yep. <laughs> he threw you on a bit. Yep. Did you consent? Yep. <laughs> you took your panties off and arched your back. Yep. Did you consent? Yep. And then he entered your body. Yep. He clapped them cheeks. Yep. Did you consent? Yes. Now, he was digging you out. He was giving you the five-stroke special. He was about to bust. Did, he, did, did you consent? Yep. And did he bust? Yep. 
and you can send it, right? Nope. Mm. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. When he busted a nut, he said, I'm about to bust. I'm about to bust. You said, bust inside of me. <laughs> I don't remember. But I removed my consent right when he was going to bust. <laughs> You're like, hold up for a second. So you did all this. You drunk the drink. You ate the food. You took the date. You went upstairs. You let him eat you out. You let him taste your kitty cat. You let him enter your body. And then right when he was going to bust, you told him to stop. Yeah, I told him to stop right there. Right when he was going to get his last thrust and about to skeet all over me, I told him, no, I don't want any more. Stop. Mm. <laughs> You're like, yo, hold up. Time out. Time out. Did you tell him that? Did you tell him stop? Well, in my mind, I told him to stop. I told him to stop. I said it under my breath. He was huffing and pushing, puffing and pushing and shoving, and he was grunting like a damn uh, animal. He probably didn't hear me, but his, my body language should have let him know. My body language told him to not ski on my belly. I really didn't. I mean, I told him no in my mind, but I just froze. So I removed consent at that point. He should have known. Mm. <laughs> right? You see what I mean? Yeah. I, I consented to the first 25 thrusts, but when he went to thrust 26, I stopped. I froze. I gave him the body language. He should have known. I turned my head. You see what I mean? This is the, this is the problem with the marketplace. <laughs> he should have known. Anyway. So y'all need to clean that part up. I can't. I want a woman. I want a man that picks me up and throws me on the bed. Well, you got a problem now because you also have said consent culture. How do we win? Yeah, how do we win with this shit? You can't win. Shout out to Miles says black cards on sale two for one <laughs> here in Indianapolis. Let me know if you need a new one. Oh, man, my black card been revoked so many times. I might need to get a new one. Let Legal Latino Heat says, Coach, what is the best way to fold up a gordita? <sighs> well, based on my experience. Uh, well, the, the funny thing is gorditas can be more flexible than you think. However, that belly be getting in the way, right? And then the titties be flopping over to the side. It's, it gets a little bit rough. And uh, many times, you know, if you try to fold them up too much, even though they're flexible, they can't hold it very long. They be trying to hold one leg up. And then essentially their belly will push their boobies up to their triple chin right here and then they can't breathe very long then they'll be complaining they either can't hold their legs up for very long you'll have you'll be trying to hold them up but you can't get your rhythm and then she'll say she can't breathe because her triple chin is, is choking her out right so you got to be quickly it's got to be done quickly you can't be out there just be like i'm gonna just be out here pounding it for five minutes that ain't gonna happen so you gotta make sure you gotta make sure you get this is the finisher this is the finishing move Right. Yeah, you gotta you gotta she'll go, she'll be like, all right, th this is how I want to do it. And she'll go right down, face down, ass up, right? She'll be like, This is the only way this could be done. It's the only way this could be done. All right, yeah. Shout out to the big ladies here. Shout out to Mo <laughs> Mo Paul says, Coach of the Coach Gang, which NFL team needs an offensive lineman? Because her blocking skills were amazing. All right, send her to the Raiders. Raiders are signing them right up. 
right up. Yeah, we got to, let me check cash app and then we're going to get back to the show. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All right. We got singer Miguel Money says, look like that big woman, Fatty, assaulted him. She pushed him away. That would be assault. Yeah. All right. That would be assault. And Randy K says, cheers to educating the free agents. Domination. Domination is the word of the day. Yes, guys. Especially those quiet ones, guys, man, let me tell y'all something about the quiet chicks. They want to be dominated. They don't want to be, they don't want to make any decisions. They don't want to make any decisions. It, and it starts, I'm not giving you dating advice here, but they want to be dominated. Like to the point, they're not going to make a first move. They're not going to jump on you. They're not going to go straddle you and say, come on, daddy. They want you to just be like, they want you to get the first kiss, just grab them, just and then go in. They waiting for that shit. Of course, you have the problem with consent. Don't worry about all that right now. But they, they're they not going to make the first move. And they're not going to, can I touch your hair? Can I do this? Can I do that? No. They'll follow your lead. They'll follow your lead. Just tell them, get your ass upstairs. Okay. She wait. She can't wait. She leaking. She's soft and wet. She leaking. Push her on the bed. She'll lie down there. Here we go. Hell yeah. Don't ask nothing. Just don't, don't say nothing. Just take her shirt off. She'll be like, good. Yep. Take her bra off. She going to be sitting there. Oh, this is great. Yank them panties up. Get out of here. Here you go. Throw your ass over there. Here, put that fit. <laughs> it's crazy, man. They'll follow every step. They ain't going to say shit. They freaky as hell. But there's a lot of guys that are worried by it. I get it. You're worried about it because you're like, man, hell no, coach. You tripping. And and um, dating coaches are telling y'all this. And it works for them. It works for a certain guy. It, it works. For, but many guys, it's a back. It's going to backfire. <laughs> backfire on you. you it, there's a certain way to pull it off. And there's a certain way. So with this being said, the scent marketplace, the guys that do this well, the guys that do this well, are telling you, are selling you that you can do this. Now, when you do it, you get me too, or you don't pull it off the right way, or the woman doesn't, you know, it's kind of like, a, you know, you're taking control of a, a car, and the owner's watching you drive their car, and they're like, this ninja can't drive. <laughs> I'm not letting them go drive it that much. No, nah, don't do this, don't do that. They nervous about you driving their shit, but if they're confident that you can handle the vehicle, owner will let you drive. That's women. And don't, listen, do not try to overthink this. This is about understanding women. This shit can backfire on you, though. And we have to acknowledge the backfire. <laughs> you can, yeah, it's not for everybody. But if you get that, you got it. You might get in trouble once, but it is what it is. Do not try to think this. Do not overthink this. We're very logical. We're very logical, but there are some quiet chicks that will never approach a guy, that will never tell a guy they're interested. She'll never tell you she's horny. She'll never tell you she's aroused. She'll never tell you, just take me. She'll never say any of that. She'll never even, she will never insinuate that. You will never think she was even interested in you. But for the right dude, you grab her hand and you walk to the bedroom, she ain't going to say shit. <laughs> right, she ain't gonna say a damn word, and you're gonna wait. Hey, is this fine? Uh, do you like this candle? Do you like this music? What type of music you like? Don't say shit. 
She'll be like, put whatever on. I've been waiting for you to take me. Problem is, most dudes cannot pull that off. <laughs> don't say, please don't ask. Don't ask, can y'all pull your hair? But she wants it, guys. And, the, and more and more good women want this behavior. It is a fine line. Gentlemen, I understand. It's a fine line. This is why I don't sell you on these programs. I could have made a ton of money on the internet selling you this shit. But, but I don't want to because there's a fine line. There's a guys, there's guys that are just nervous about this. They're like, this cannot be true. It won't work. I'm gonna get me too. It could happen. But you gotta know when you get if you ever get to that point and you find out. It's a game changer just for that lane. It is a game changer. <laughs> he says most guys can't pull it off and end up because if you do one thing wrong, again, let's take it to the car analysis because a lot of guys are car fanatics. We always like to compare women to cars. Let's say I'm driving your I'm I'm driving your Scat Pack, <laughs> All right? I'm driving your Mustang. I'm driving your Hellcat. I'm driving good for a while, and then I fuck around. You know what I mean? I'm like, let's do some donuts. Pull that e-brake, start skipping. And then I look like I miscontrolled the car and I look like I'm, and then I'm looking, the owner's like, oh, what, what, what you doing? It's the same thing. Same thing. You were doing well. All of a sudden you hit the wrong hole. And then she like, oh, I, I didn't ask for all that. Kobe Bryant. Mm. Now you Kobe Bryant. Now you didn't put it. Now, you didn't put it banana in the tailpipe, and she was like, well, I mean, I consented, but I just didn't want banana in the tailpipe. That, that was just, you went too far. Now, <laughs> you know what I mean? So women are going to give you the keys, but if you fumble and she gets nervous, you fucked. All right, you fuck. Now, all of a sudden, she's going to be like, wow, this I ended up weird, and he was creepy with it. Weird. All right, look, let's get back to the show. Let's get back to the show. All right, let's get back. Well, this is the show. Number two, feminism freed men. We need to actually get to the point where we thank feminism for freeing us. Uh, so let's get to these clips here. Let's see here. All right, let's get that one on down. Where where's the clip? All right, I'm looking here. Okay. This is a woman um okay, let's let's listen to the clip because I actually forgot what this is about, but uh let's listen to this woman. I think um I think this is the black grandmother. Let me see if I can get it right. Yes, this is the I think this is oh, um boomer grandmothers did us in black folks. If you want to save the community, I want you to think about this. I got to set the clip up. Um, a lot of what you hear modern women, modern women talk about has been fed to them by their boomer grandmother or their old grandmother before that, right? A lot of the things that you think modern women believe they came up with came directly from their grandmother, especially if you're Generation X, okay? And so your grandmother went through some struggles, some strifes, some not understanding they wanted to be free. They wanted to be out here hoeing. They wanted to be out here earning their own money. They wanted to have careers. They wanted to have education. Much of the modern woman's ideas did not come from, you know, we talk about the, the, the early white liberal feminists, what we were going to talk about. It didn't necessarily come from them. Some of it did. That influence came from them. But 
your grandmother told your mother and your her mother told her daughter to not listen to your ass. Mm. Big mama, big mama who smiled in your face, cooking collard greens and shit, making sandwiches for you. When you weren't listening, your grandmother pulled all the women into the kitchen and she held court. While you were outside, while you were watching Michael Jordan versus Isaiah Thomas, when you were out there watching LeBron versus Paul Pierce, right? Your grandmother held court, brought all the women in. Now, ladies, let me tell you something. Don't put up with these ninjas. Don't put up with them. Don't do nothing. Don't listen with what they say. These ninjas no good. Then your shuffling-ass grandfathers came in, shuffling-ass grandfather. Father tried to tell Big Mama what to do, and Big Mama said, okay. Then grandfather left, went back out the porch. Don't listen with these ninjas. You don't want to be like me. You don't want to be like me. Now I'm in here stuck eating these, making these collard greens. When I could be out here, I could have had a job. I was smart. I could have actually helped NASA get the rocket back from Houston. I could have been one of the three uh, public figures, whatever the name of the women are. I could have been one of them. I was good at mathematics. Now listen to this. This woman's going to confirm it. Watch this old Generation X, old boomer grandma, talk about how she raised her daughters. All right, uh, let's go ahead and roll the film. Let me see if I got it marked up here. Let me see if I got it marked up. All right, here we do. I got it marked up. Here we go. Do you think that women should be raising their daughters to be with the man or to be wives? Let me say this. Now, this is one of these clips I complain about. Why put the music on the back of this shit? I hate this. Goddamn music. All right, but I'm going to have to get a copyright over this. All right, but here come Big Mama right here. There she is. There she is. There go Big Mama hitting figures as Big Mama. Here it comes with all the hate, the vitriol, the despising of men. She's lived centuries. <laughs> She's lived decades hating men. All right. She couldn't wear weave and eyelashes. She wanted to be a flapper. She wanted to be out in these streets, but she was out there collecting welfare checks and, 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 and child support for 30 years. She was out there getting impregnated, having 11 kids by four men already down in the deep, deep deep south in alabama she hate men she hate everything about men and she fed her daughters and her granddaughters to not listen to y'all ninjas so this did not start with modern women this started with y'all's grandmamas man let's listen yes. I, you know you went to school in a predominantly white community the music's killing this but go ahead and read the subtitles too and I actually heard um, some white folks say that they were raising their children to go to school and to find a husband. Find a husband. Let me stop because this damn music. She says, um, I heard white folks. How does she hear white folks, y'all? Now, let's just put this in proper historical perspective. How did she hear white folks? tell their kids to go to school and find a husband to go to SMU, TCU, Alabama, Tuscaloosa, right? Uh, Notre Dame. These women were educated, but they told their white daughters to go to school, find a husband, which uh, um, uh, Kevin Samuels talked about this, but he didn't make it up, which would be the um, MRS program, right? Women went to job education and jobs early on to find their husbands. Now, feminism ruined it, saying that you can't date on the job sexual harassment, 
and dating at school, white men are predators. You know what I mean? Like they completely screwed it up. Where did she hear white folks? Yep, Takeem had said it. Where did she hear white folks saying this shit? When she was cleaning their house. She was the help. She was a home ass cleaner ass before Rosalinda came across the border. These were the house cleaners. These were the nannies. And they've been nannies for 150, 400 years. All up in the white per person's house, smiling, sniggling, showing teeth, all of that stuff. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. But the MRS degree idea has been around for a long time. Okay, nobody in the red pill space came up with that. That has been a thing. When white women went to college, primarily they went to go look for a husband. When they went to work in their first four years, they were looking for husbands. Most of your grandparents met at a job. But she was fried. Yep, she was making sandwiches, smiling, shucking. Oh, my, and they calling you an Uncle Tom. The big, Some of the biggest Uncle Toms and mammies and sapphires have been these women right here. These women. And they came back. The sapphire always challenged the man, typically the black man, by saying, hey, I'm exposed to a world you're not exposed to. This happens in corporate America, too. Like, I'm in the help. I'm in the white folks' house. And then she comes back to your shuffling ass, and you hooked on E&J. And you hooked on Crown Royal and you playing, uh, uh, you shooting dice in the corner and you going to the juke joint. And she thinks you're a nobody because she's seeing the upper crust and she comes back and see you and she sapphires you. And she's like, oh, look at you. You no good, ninja. You ain't going nowhere. I'm going there. I'm going places you ain't going. This happens also in corporations. Women get the quota, black women, particularly minority women. Men don't. Men have to blue collar their way. She's seeing the upper crust. The white boss is telling her, hey, you a good woman. You a good employee. Uh, can you warm my bed? Can I touch you? Can I sexually harass you? Oh, I'm just joking. And she touches this two-inch peen, and then she does, and then she sees the upper crust, and then she comes back to you, and you blue-collaring. You got your wrench. You just a wrench it. Oh, you no good shuffling ninja. You ain't no good. I got a degree. I'm educated. I got... Right here, bro. This is it. It is not modern women. These women were the saboteurs right here. Saboteurs. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's continue. Here we go. And to uh, find the, the, the best one suitor that they could find, whether it be an athlete, whatever. And I thought that was so fucked up. I really did. I thought that was just so fucked up. But some because people would say that's what's wrong with the black community. We aren't raising our children. I'm raising my children. To be mates to each other. They, I'm, I don't. I have no problem with you being a mate. But I'm not raising you to go find go find a man in college so that you can get married and become his wife or his his whatever. So there it is. She gave it away. There she gave it away. This woman hates men. This woman works at the DMV now, and she tells you what you can't do with your paperwork, all right? This woman hates men. Listen, she says she raised the women opposite. I don't want the white, I don't want what the white people told their daughters to do, to go get married. I raised my daughter to not want a man, to go for, here it is, there it is. I don't want my daughter to go to school and find a man. I don't want her to go to work and find a man. She the high school love high school lunch lady. This woman, she mad as hell. Here we go. I'm raising you to be a very productive individual to where you can compete in this world to be a successful person. Hey, modern hey guys, when you be like these modern women tripping, 
look at this right here. This was the original saboteur. This was the original person that was sold the bill of goods, told to dominate the welfare man, told that you were going to freak the feminism. The white liberal feminists used this woman, right, to do the things that they would not, not even do in their community. Right. And this person took a hook, line and sinker, told the modern women these things or told their, your, their mothers these things that their mothers passed this on to them. Necessary raising you to be somebody's wife being successful. Now, I'm not saying being somebody's wife is not successful. I'm saying raising you to think that that's all life has to offer you is fucked up. There you go right there, guys. Um, if you ever want to know where it got uh, let off, yo, Nana, yo, big mama. All right. She was the one that kicked that shit off. Told all of your girl and guys that the modern women today don't realize this either because they never really had these talks with their big mama as well. Their mothers told them exactly what big mama told. Right. And so you wonder how the community is going to get together, a.k.a. the community. You got to do a lot of programming, uh, deprogramming, because this is a generational thing. It is overlap for generations. Four generations, and there's a lot at play. There's a lot of plantation politics at play. And this isn't just the black community now. This does extend to all communities in America, right? But it's just it's just what it is. But it's freedmen should not be angry at this. It's freedmen. Now we're going to go to the Lingling community and see how they've been affected by this. So it's not just the black community as well. You do have some Linglings that are educated themselves. And they're talking themselves out of good positions. Here we go. I think this woman says, you can call me a bish, but don't call me Dave. I think she's married, but she'll explain it. Why I kept my last name when I got married. Part two. Here we go. Let's talk about why I kept my last name when I got married. Part two, biddies. I am all for women being strong, independent women, regardless of whether or not they take their husband's last name. But for the love of God, can we please make a new tradition where women don't have to disappear entirely into their husband's identities on letters and invitations if they do change their last name? See, it wasn't until we were planning a wedding did I learn that formal etiquette dictates that you're supposed to refer to a married woman as both her husband's first and last name, even though she clearly didn't change her first name. And the logical side of me would assume that if I had taken Dave's last name, call it Smith, we would be referred to as Mr. David Smith and Mrs. Anna Smith on invitations. But no, the correct addressing would be Mr. and Mrs. David Smith. And this rule dates back to the law of coverture from the Middle Ages, which states that a woman's identity was covered by her husband's when she got married, meaning she ceased to exist as a legal individual when she got married and became her husband's property. And maybe it's just me, but while I think some traditions are beautiful and should be upheld, others need to be abolished when they're rooted in misogyny and sexism. And a woman's choice to take her husband's last name should not erase her choice to keep her first name. And just like how we as a society no longer put animals on trial for crimes, yes, that was a thing in the Middle Ages, we should no longer be referring to women as some possessive form of their husband. And so I didn't change my last name partly because I never want to be referred to as Dave, David, Salty Dog, or any other form of my husband's first name. Because my name is Anna, and if anyone ever decides to call me Mrs. David Smith, well, in the words of the ting tings that's not my name again so this is extended to not just a black community issue this is a feminine this is the america thing and it's even extending further i'm going to show you as well this is a worldwide thing now she thinks she just impressed me with this chicken box yes she did she chicken boxed her way but this woman transformed to a four to a six just that fast, right in front of our eyes. I mean, damn. 
All right. But let's talk about this. This is what I don't understand. This competition, this need to actually listen. I get it, man. There's always a cultural shift and there's been cultural shifts for a long time. If this is the way the culture is going to shift, fine with me. There has to be an incentive for men. And if you remove every incentive and give you incentives to ruin the marriage, divorce, file, and get cash and prizes by saying, well, I'm the victim in all of this I deserve, there's not going to be an incentive for men. And let me just say this. Let me just say this. Women that say this are some of the dumbest people ever because the name that they have and that they're holding on to is not their name. It's their grandfather's name. Now, of course, if we have a cultural shift, maybe in three generations, they can keep their grandfather's name alive. Well, there's a win because it was said that if you have daughters, you cannot keep your legacy going on. Well, apparently these women are going to keep their grandfather's legacy going on. It's your grandfather's name. You have your grandfather's name. You don't have your name. It's not your name. You're carrying the surname of a male. And then what you're going to do is carry the surname of that male on. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Ming Ling, Ling Ling, what are you doing? Okay, keep your last name. Keep your grandfather's last name. All right, but I'm not marrying you legally. Because a legal marriage requires, in tradition, going back to 300 years ago or so, that's how it's done. Now, if you want to change that, we're going to change the definition of marriage for the most part. But this is you can't defeat this mindset because they think they're outsmarting you. But when you tell them just your father's name, it's your grandfather's name. That's where you got it. You're carrying on his tradition as such. But if you want to switch up the game, we're going to switch up the legal game. All right. We're going to switch it up all the way up. I, when you switch it all the way up on them, they don't want to participate. They like, no, 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 no. We want it legal. Let's do everything, but I'm going to decide to change the narrative. Okay. Crazy. And you wonder why dudes don't want to get married. All right. So um, let's show you as well. This is spreading worldwide. This is spreading worldwide. New, 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 new world order. No sex, no babies. South Korea's emerging feminist reject marriage. All right. So we got more programming. Now we got South Korea. Who y'all ninjas is flying overseas trying to get y'all traditional girl. Well, in about 25 years, that might change because the feminism is spreading. Okay, it is spreading. Now, not all people are going to do it. There's still going to be poor people. There's still going to be sex tourism and all that. You'll be fine. There's also going to be free sex and pay for sex. I mean, they've been doing that for centuries. But here you go in Seoul, no dating, no sex, no marriage, no babies. Two South Korean YouTubers who vow to stay single have caused uproar in the East Asian nation as it battles the worst, the world's lowest fertility rate. You know, Asia, Asian Asia is experiencing some very low fertility rates, not only in China, in Japan, they're struggling. They don't, re, they don't even think they're going to be around for very long because of this. And now you have South Korea and uh, the Philippines must be Liddy over there. I don't think they have a problem. Y'all ninjas going over there impregnating them like crazy, but Hey, it is he's neither here or there, but, uh, if they have a problem, tell them to come CGA. All right, come CGA. I will start knocking people up over there like crazy. All right, so shout out to them in these countries here. All right, uh, it says the duo has gained celebrity status for their solo de solo darity, they call it, channel. 
which has 37,000 followers in its first year, where they have compared marriage to slavery for women and criticized the tradition of fathers giving away brides as offensive. Marriage is, quote, for them, marriage is the root cause of patriarchy in South Korea. All right, so listen. It only took, what, 40 years? Now, 40 years later, Big Mama and um, Gloria Steinem, their philosophy has leaked over to South Korea. And it says right here, uh, it's popular and it's popular for young women who do not want to wed and become saddled with childcare and domestic chores like their mothers. There you go. See there, right there. The pair's no marriage movement has tapped into a burgeoning feminism in South Korea, which saw tens of thousands of women protest in 2018 against the epidemic of voyeurism or spy cam prawn, where victims are secretly filmed urinating in midst. Oh, yeah, I don't I don't want to watch that, but I'm sure people do. Deemed radical by their critics, the two women in their 30s. Yeah, right there. There you go. Leftover women have faced online bullying for their campaign. Sometimes dumbing, uh, sometimes dubbed a womb protest as women's growing rejection of marriage and motherhood splits South Korean society. All right, we're not going to read the entire uh, subject matter there. But as you notice, most of these problems on the relationship marketplace, many of them the women cause eventually by protesting. We don't want to marry. We don't want to go into these gender roles. We don't want to do that. We don't want to take last names. And then when men don't want to do anything, Right at the last ditch effort, late 20s, early 30s. What happened? Where did all the men go? Now, all of a sudden, it's a problem. How come these men don't want to do this? And then when we say, well, y'all tripping out here. No, it ain't us tripping. It's y'all tripping. Y'all just won't do what we want you to do. You better start acting right or you're going to miss out and be lonely. Well, guys are like, fuck that. All right. There's a there's a group of guys that said, nah, we're not going for that. <laughs> okay. Let's get a big eye, Becca. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt. And my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. And wife me the fuck up. Right? So guys are like, you know what? This is a raw deal. And then when guys started saying, well, we're going midtown. Women were like, what is this shit? Well, look at these losers. Midtown guys. Why are they going midtown? This is ridiculous. And they're the ones that changed the narrative the entire time. Never gave the guy an advantage. No, no advantage. That's patriarchy. No, I'm not taking your last name. No, I'm not quitting my job. No, I'm not cooking or cleaning. Guys were like, well, what's the point? Then guys said, oh, here we go. Well, let's get on the airplane and go over to Ling Ling or go to Columbia or go tricking. Look at these guys. Look at these tricks, <laughs> right? Look at these sex tourists. Look at these guys looking for slaves. Now it's going over there because y'all ninja running y'all mouth. Now they over there like these ninjas coming over here looking for slaves. All right. We already want our daddies to be slaves. These ninjas want us to be slaves. too. You see what I mean? They keep painting themselves in this corner and then blaming us. It ain't us, ladies. It's on you. It's on you guys because you guys are changing the, the what what's a, you're changing the the uh, the advantage. It's kind of like why what we what do we get out of this? Instead of uh, other than putting our neck on the line. All right. Uh, let's see here. We got how many more women here? We got a woman. Oh, competitive women. This is the I think this is the last one of the second to last one. Speaking of what do we get out of it? We talked about this yesterday with the chores. OK, we talked about this and this is a follow up. This is a woman 
that says right here, um, she's going to do a what they call a um, what do they call this where they take your clip and then they I don't know what they call. it. Yes, I'm a social media expert. Stitch. <laughs> it's a stitch. And she says this this little flat back Kaylee with extensions says shout out to all the dads working hard so we can stay home and raise our babies. Yeah, remix too. Okay. Shout out to all the dads working hard so we can stay home and raise the babies. Now, this woman is a very rare woman. She gives shine to guys. She was like, hey, you know what? I appreciate my husband. He works hard. He takes care of us. He sacrifices. I don't complain. I, I'm fortunate enough to stay home and raise my child instead of the public school indoctrination camp doing it. Daycare and so forth. She just says, let's appreciate the men. Now, you think that women would let that ride. Let's let that ride. Let's let's for one minute appreciate the man. The problem is they can't do it because they always got to revert Uno reverse your ass and say, well, what about us? We need our day. We need our recognition. Y'all all get y'all got Mother's Day, Valentine's Day. You got the whole damn you got the whole damn Aunt B's day at this point. So the feminist is going to come in here and, of course, party poop the entire scene. She's going to stitch the opposite. Watch this. Kaylee says, let me play the music here. I'm not going to play the music. So there, but here, here comes party pooper ass. Here comes party pooper ass, weak ass, fake feminist ass, undermining ass Karen. Here she comes, party pooper. She hates her life. We're going to get to this when we get to the liberal women and they're uh, depressed. Here comes hate, hate her ass Karen. To poop the party because she's depressed. And she says, shout out to all the stay-at-home parents that take on the bulk of domestic labor and child care so their partner has the ability to work. Would you shut up? Mm. Now she just took it, Uno reverse card it, put it back, and now it has to be about her. Party pooper ass. All right. Uh, pity party of one. All right, look. Uh-huh. Like, this is what you marry. Straight up Karen feminist. And she got the same thing. Starbucks. She got all she got all of her bills paid, but I do all the work. The bulk of the domestic work. But I'm still outworking you. I'm still outworking you in every in every way. But this woman's gonna divorce you because she does the bulk of the domestic labor. Sit your ass down. I'm making life comfortable. Bitter Becky. These are the party poopers, man. They got they cannot let dudes catch no shine. Anytime a dude catch shine, they got to reverse Uno. Here's the woman here. Let's give the dude some shine. Let's praise the dads. Thanks for being good. Thanks, honey. Nope. Can't do it. Nope. Party poopers report to duty. But what about the women that do? Oh, my God. Mm. Let me tell you something. Look. Look at this long-ass woman-splaining paragraph she had to put up here. All right? I have a bachelor's degree. I have this. I could have been a master at economics. I could have ran my own business. I could have shut up. Mm. You chose this life. <laughs> they cannot let you catch no side. Somebody said, read the comment on the right. No, that's not a comment. This is her. She going off. And somebody said both deserve shout outs. Both deserve shout out, but they can't let you get no shout out. <laughs> right. All right. Somebody says, uh, I'm not going to read that. I'm not going to read that, but uh, it's crazy. It's crazy, but then they wonder why dudes don't want to do. Okay, I ain't doing nothing with these people. They crazy. All right, let's get to the next subject matter. We're going to go to crazy cuckoo time. 
We're going to the cuckoo bird time here. Liberal women. Why are they extremely dangerous? The reason why, and the data is out here, we're not getting into politics. We're just talking about who's more progressive. Like a progressive mindset would be, I'm not taking my husband's last name. Or I'm going to work, 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 and put my kids in childcare, and my husband can leave work early and take care of the kids. Or women who, I'm going to stay single, but I'm happy. Trust me out here, I'm happy. Women who overly fornicate. Uh, yeah, they, they, they're part of the... Uh, the part of the hookup culture versus a conservative person, not necessarily Republican, but somebody that has conservative ideas, maybe traditional. They don't buck the system. They're kind of trying to keep it like here. They're worried about their family. All right. Um, they might do a stay at home mom, which is not the uh, safest thing to do, but they might push for that. Or they might say, you know, you know, that when it comes to decision making, I leave my husband. I leave it up to my husband at least or I make him think it. That he has the decision. Um, let's take you to this first article. I shared this uh, years ago, but we're going to show you, and then we're going to show you more and more data. And I avoid liberal women at all costs. I do not. Now I'll fornicate with one. I'm just letting you know, but I will not date a liberal person. Unfortunately, in the black community, 95% of women are liberal. This is why I avoid a lot of black women just on that, because they might say they want one thing, but their politics, the way they vote, their mindset, they're super duper progressive. So they are automatically eliminated from any serious contention. They're not serious contenders. They are going to interfere with the person like me. They're going to interfere with me. They're always going to be in my way of kind of progressing of where I want to go, what my vision is, my direction. They might be nice. I'm just a nice woman. I'm a nice woman. I'm a single mother. It's good. Don't worry about me. We'll be good. We'll just love each other, hug, hug and cuddle. Yeah, that's the first three months. Then after that, it's going to be bullshit because our our worlds are going to collide. It's going to collide because I'm very, very I'm, I'm moderate conservative. I'm very conservative on many things except for fornication. Mm. <laughs> right, except for fornication. And I don't care, man. You can call me whatever you want. I just don't like progressive movements. They are there. They cause too much chaos and it's never going to work. So I don't know why you're even pushing it. But here it is right here. Oh, by the way, let me also say. Liberal white women scare the shit out of me. They scare me more than liberal black women. And a lot of guys miss this as well. So a lot of guys will get the white woman. Oh, I'm super nice. And I listen to Jay-Z and I'm cool. I'll go to the concert. She'll twerk. She'll dance. She'll shuffle. She'll do all the things. She'll pop, lock, and drop it. She'll twerk. And she'll talk about Black Lives Matter and put Ukraine flags. And she'll be like, yeah, power to the people. Yes, I'm behind you at the march. And she can't do shit. All she does is cause chaos herself and in my life. So liberal white women are to be avoided. I'll be like, uh, they scare me the worst. All right. They scare me the worst. Like uh, uh, I, I had this long flat back to Kaylee and she was long and flat back. And I was like, hey, I like it. And of course, the conversation, what does what your type of women come up? And, um, you know, never have this conversation with a white woman. Never say that because eventually it will sound like you're degrading black women and you're really not. You're like, I just have a preference for this. This woman was like, well, don't tell me because the beauty standards, the European beauty standards, blah, blah. This girl had long, stringy hair. She had them long white girl limbs, big ass, long white girl feet. She was a straight flat back. And she was like, well, don't the beauty standards, the European beauty standards are unfair. And they do. I was like, bitch, you. Mm. <laughs> 
I'm like, you talking about yourself. You degrading yourself right now. <laughs> she went on to degrade herself and what she looked like. She was like, it's embarrassing to walk around and look like me and have all of this praise because I was like, oh my. <laughs> I was like, all you saw was smoke. Smoke. I was like, smoke. I'm out, bro. Like, gone. Virtue singling. Like, you literally benefiting from what you were saying. Oh, I smashed, though. Yeah, I mean, I hit. And, of course, she was on antidepressants. Like, like she had the, everything that I'm going to tell you about, she had it. She was lined up for it. She was kind of lost in the system. She misdirected, misguided, undecided, no direction, making mistakes. Like, and I'm like, bro, like, wow, like wowzers. <laughs> but when you also will find larger women, right, larger liberal white women, they tend to be very obsessive with virtue signaling, and they be, tend to be very progressive and liberal because it works for them. They cannot be. If they were going to be the opposite, they would have to lose weight, conform to beauty standards, act right, not smoke weed and black and miles, not be banging out time. They would have to conform and it's way more work. So what do they do? They come over here, Pogs time. And then you like Pogs and you be right down with it. And you'd be like, yeah. And she'd be like, Black Lives Matter. And I can't believe they shot that black guy. Mm. And all she's doing is virtue signaling because she has no choice. If she goes to the other side, she got to work. She got to stay in shape. She got to conform. She got to say, yes, sir. She got to. <laughs> now, this mindset, this mindset forces these people to be mentally unstable. Because it's a fight. It's an identity fight. People who don't know their identity and can't accept who they are. They have an identity complex. Right. We all have this form of identity complex. Right. We're like, damn, like, who am I? Once you accept who you are, you can go on about your life. I accept who I am. Boom. But people who don't know how to identify and constantly trying to walk this line, they have mental disorder. Mental disorder. So check this out. Let's let's pop this up. And this is going to be the truth. Right here. Over 50 percent. And this is from Evie. Over 50% of liberal white women under 30 have a mental health issue. Are you worried yet? Now, this is true. I think the number is higher than this, right? And we're going to show you several different data points of this. And some of these have come from mainstream, mainstream. And some of them have come from uh, uh, right wing, left wing. They are even admitting it. Even their side is admitting that, yeah, uh, we our side got problems. According to the 2020 Pew Resource Research Study, reveals that over half of white liberal women have been diagnosed with a mental health condition at some point. Does this mean there's a correlation between, between progressive ideas and mental health? And then they compare it to contrast it between people who identify as conservative, right? And it says it's a common tactic of, a, of the political charged on either side to take the particular adherence of an ideology and equate that diehard worship to mental illness conservatives label young liberal generations as snowflakes 
or as having Trump derangement syndrome, which are all things that we would say that's mental instability. If they don't like the president, it's as liberals and progressive label right leaning people as racist, biggest bigots and misogynists. Istin isms. So that's the combat. Y'all crazy and y'all Istin isms. But going on, women and mental health is for illness for whatever reason. We're not talking about the risk of mental illness. Women in general face, especially compared to men. Women are 40% more likely to develop depression than men. 40%. This is why they always pushing that th therapy and counseling. Well, you guys are the ones that need it. You're the ones going through the problems. I'm not. Due to low levels of serotonin, we're also more likely to have anxiety and depression because of that tendency. There are also certain life expected, uh, experiences like childbirth, for example, which can lead to these diagnoses. And we call that postpartum depression and whatnot. One in seven women. We already gone over these stats. We've already gone over these stats. But the study has found that the study, which is entitled Pew, American trend panels, wave 64, and it was dated March 2020, a year ago. It took, it says, yet it took a PhD candidate in political science posting about the study on Twitter for it to garner even a smudge of attention. He clarifies that the Pew panel survey included the negative mental health symptoms, batteries, and sub, uh, subsequent ways. Sorry about this. And it says, white women, age 18 to 29, who identify as liberal, were given a mental health diagnosis from medical professionals at a rate of 56% as compared to 28% in the moderates and 27% in the conservatives. All right, and I'm going to attribute it to the victim mindset, the victimhood. Typically, typically on the progressive side, there's a victim narrative where the sky's falling. New, 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 new world right? order. The sky's falling. Somebody says March 2020 equals three years ago. Yep. It's guys, I don't know if you know, they can't do studies in real time. <laughs> mm. <laughs> they can't release studies in real time. Anytime you hear a study came out, that means it was like three to five years ago. They don't do studies in real time. Right now, the number is probably higher in real time. So you're not going to hear in 2023. Well, a 2023 study. Well, there's no such thing because we're in March 2023. Like, you can't get real-time data. You have to kind of go back three, four, five years ago. All right, and today, the numbers are higher. Right? The numbers are higher. Let me see here. Let's get here. Let's go up here. And uh, as a matter of fact, any census data that you hear is from the, from the previous census. So if you say the census said, they're probably the census from 2010, probably not from 2020, right? So you have to think about that. Probably not from 2020, but it could be. Why are liberals less happier or happy than conservatives? Why are liberals less happy than conservatives? Victim mindset. It says right here, liberals, especially liberal women, are significantly less likely to be happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> with their lives and satisfied with their mental health compared to their conservative peers age 18 to 55. This is a big takeaway from the 2022, all right, real-time. American Family Survey, a striking new poll from the U government and the Deseret News, which found that liberals are about 15% point, percentage points less likely to be completely satisfied with their lives, all right? 
Now, that doesn't mean conservatives aren't in therapy. Doesn't mean that they're not on head meds. Doesn't mean that the wives that are conservative, that are stay-at-home moms, aren't popping pills. We're not saying that. We're saying percentage-wise, though. This could be the case, and there's data to prove this. This is why I stay away from liberal minds. Don't you worry about this as a black man that you're going to get shot by the police? I do not. What's wrong with you, you Uncle Tom? Like, why would I worry about that? (laughs) It could happen, but I'm not going to worry about that because that's least likely to happen. You know what's more likely to happen? A bank run, and we lose all our money. (laughs) That's, That's more likely to affect me than that. And white people that think that I don't think about that, they think it's weird. What kind of black man are you? Well, I'm not a victim. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have that mindset. I'm kind of focused on something else over here. Now, if the police pull me over, then I'll think about it. Mm. (laughs) Right? If they pull me over, I'll be like, you don't care about your brother in Baltimore that got killed by, he ain't my brother. Mm. They'd be like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) But they out here zooted and depressed thinking about that and it's actually affecting their lives um let's go to this one right here and this is uh presented by tim pool all right and it says right here of course he's a moderate probably more of a conservative but who knows says right here uh according to the same pew research in 2020 has a doctor or healthcare professional ever told you that you have a mental health condition percentage that says yes Now, they take people who identify as conservative and they say through age group for the women, we're going to look at the women and because the men are going to be less already on this. But there doesn't mean that they that they are going to be zero. Has a doctor or healthcare provider ever told you that you have a mental health condition? When here on the conservative side, you got 20 percent for people between 18 and 20 or 18 and 30, 30 to 40. Is up. But then as age goes down, all right, less for the women on the moderates right here, the moderates for the women, 18 to 30 or 18 to 29. Um, it went, it, it was at 20, looks like between 25%. As they aged up, it went higher. These are probably the soccer moms going crazy, popping pills, drinking wine, shooting up Botox in their head. All right, same thing. But as the age increased, it went down. Now, for the liberal side, for the liberal side, <laughs> has a doctor or healthcare provider ever told you that you have a mental health condition? Look at the 18 to 30. It's well above 50. They all victims. They all, oh, I got mental. I got this. I got that. They're they're worried about it. They're, they're talking about it. They're acknowledging it. And they want you to be in there. Hey, I'm messed up too. You should be messed up too. You, you need therapy or work for me. No, I don't need it. Here I am over here. Where are my age group? I'm over here. I'm at right here where only 9% of us think about that shit. Only 9% of us have been told this, right? We ain't worried about it. We out here making some money and we're distracted by life. But look, 18 to 30 and 30 to 49, look at that. It's well above 50 to 40%. I don't want no parts of these people. I don't want like, yo, yo, y'all go over there and be unhappy. And then the men, oh, again, this is the men, the victim mindset for the men. Look at the men. The men are approaching 30% between that age of 18 to uh, 30. Why are they depressed? Y'all need to go get a job. Go do something. Go distract yourself. Go get some damn hobbies. 
And even the men are ahead of the moderates and the conservatives. I mean, almost double, almost double. Because you get fed into the narrative, right? You get sold. The women in your, the women that you interact with sell you on it. The liberal white women, the liberal black, they sell you on this shit that your life is as miserable as theirs. Mm. That you're just as confused as they are. I'm not. I know who I am. I accept who I am. I'm moving forward. Now, you need to get in our box. I'm not getting in your box. Why? Why do I need to be in your box? Well, you look like us. Well, I don't care what I look like. My mindset is different than yours. You see what I mean? This is what happens. They they pull you in this crab in a barrel. All right. You need to be in here because you look like us. I didn't have any control of what I look like. But my mind does not think the way my skin looks. It's hard for people to accept. Women have to accept that. Your mind is not your gender. It's not your sex. Men, you know what I mean? Like what your mind is and what you're able to actually do are two different things. What you look like and how I think are two different things. So this is why people are miserable and they want you to jump in that box. It's a crab in a barrel. If you don't think the way they think and they admittedly are miserable, they mad at you. They mad at you. And that's you. And this is why I avoid a lot of women, right? Now, you can't be a part of my life because you're a victim. You're miserable. You're zooted. You're depressed. Let's talk about this. Says right here, 56% of liberal white women diagnosed with a mental disorder. 18 to 20, I'm sorry, 18 to 29, diagnosed with a mental health condition. And when you're diagnosed, you accept it. And that's double the conservative white women bracket. Now, let's go over to age. Uh, age, of course, here. <laughs> we got this. Uh, teenagers. Let's talk to teenagers. The old teenagers. Guys, there's no such thing as a teenager. That is a new that is a new concept as well. Teenagers are adolescents, a.k.a. young adults. But we think of teenagers as kids. But teenagers have never been kids up until recently, which is a liberal kind of approach. Oh, these are kids. Teenagers are young adults or adolescents. And many times before the world became easy, teenagers actually did more what adults did in terms of providing uh, labor and so forth. They did what more adults did than what kids did. All right. Um, let's see here. But now teenagers can be teenagers all the way up until they're 25. Well, they're still young. That's because we have life easy. All right. Teenagers went to war. They labored. They earned money. They worked farms, agriculture. They produced income. They were producers. Um, they didn't sit around doing what they do today. Uh, this is why I look at teenagers and, and, and young adults, and I'd be like, you need to get your ass up. All right. Teenagers also had children, and I'm going to show you that as well. And I'm going to show you that in real modern time. Matter of fact, let me show it to you now. I didn't want to share this, but I'm going to show you this right now. People are like, teenagers, they have children. In many communities, they did produce children. All right. And many of them did get married and so forth and so on. We've changed that with progressive, again, progressivism. Oh, teenagers, young people are young. They're just young once and let them live. And then 29, 30, they try to figure out life. I think that's a recipe for disaster. That is not going to work. All right. If you keep having. Okay. Um, I'm going to pop this up on the screen and I want you to do the math. I want you to do the math really quickly. Do the math right here. Okay. So this is a woman. I'm going to turn down the volume. I'm going to watch her dance. 
This is a woman says 29. It said, no, my teenager said I was too old for this. Hashtag comedy. Now, here she is, obviously. I mean, as you can see, body-wise, I mean, we have a we have a all-out a gordita here. This is a gordita. All right, and at 29, she's probably not the best she could be. Now, the 16-year-old, if you're choosing, the 16-year-old has two or three years, and she's going to be the best she can be. You see what I mean? Like, if you're choosing, which one you going to wait for in three years? In three years, am I going to wait for the 39-year-old at 32? Probably not. I'll wait for the 16 to be at 19. All right, but take do the math. Do the math in your head and tell me when did this mother have this daughter? Let's go ahead and put, <laughs> when did the mother have the daughter? And where are all the people shouting, this is out of control? Yeah, the 16-year-old is even on borrowed time. But you can see right here, a person at the age of 13 is capable nature-wise to produce children. In our world, though, what we do, the progressives, mostly the progressives, what we do is because that 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 16-year-old is ready to have kids. Like, she's physically ready because nature has indicated that. Can't change it. What we've done is told that 16-year-old right there, despite the fact that the mother had her at 13. No, don't listen to nature. Push that shit off for another decade. As a matter of fact, push it off to a decade and a half. Figure out your life then, see where your life is, and then find a guy. And that's you. Not only this, this woman's going to push off two decades of fertility. Putting IUDs, hormones, birth control, early terminations of pregnancy, all to, at the end of the day, be selling. Uh, she, she works at a taco truck. Mm-hmm. At, the en- at the end of the whole thing that she has to show for it, <laughs> she's terminated four pregnancies. You know, like, this is what, this is what progressives do. This is the chaos. <laughs> this is the absolute chaos. Yep. Plan Bs, morning pills, fornications, bodies, this is progressive. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Right? They'll tell you if you judge that, they say there's nothing wrong with that. You guys have at it. Then she'll be depressed, anxious, mentally ill, and have all kind of shit that you're gonna have to deal with at 29, 30, 35. You see what I mean? This is what progressivism does. And then these people end up mad, mad at the government, mad at the hand that they were dealt, mad at their choices, not taking accountability. And then you show up in their life at 32, 29 for the mother, 29. Oh, I'm still a good one. And she had a kid at 13 by puppet, little puppet, Joker, little Joker, Hector, Fernando, Francisco. (laughs) You show up and she got a 16 year old daughter in the house and you're like, well, I'm a creep if I make this choice. However, I think I'll wait for about four or five years to see how this one turns out. <laughs> right? You'd be thinking to yourself like, damn, is this really? Yeah, they make you a creep for thinking this up. <laughs> All right, going back to teenagers and mental health. Uh-oh, we hit y'all with the real, real. Teenagers and mental health. How parents' political views 
are affecting their kids' mental health. This is, again, I'm not big on mental health at all. I think it's a psyops. I think it's an excuse maker. I think it's uh, lazy people. It's people that don't want to contribute most of the time. Not all the time. Most of the time. I think it's a dodge, the way to dodge accountability, and I've been saying that for a long time. I ain't with it. But if you need some help, go get some help. Pansy ass wuss. All right, but look, go get your help, bro. Go get your help. But look, this is March 11th, 2023. Let's read it. Could you be, in fact, affecting with your victim mindset your kid? Are you are you sabotaging your kid right up front? This is what happened if the police come and the black man and this and the white man and this and women, this and feminism and empowerment. Are you killing your kids already mental health with these unreasonable expectations that they should be having fun thinking about shit? They should actually be going to school, trying to go do something and make something of their life. They should be actually trying to think of a business. You could actually be speaking empowerment into them. But instead, you talking about orange man bad and Joe Biden go do Biden. Are you affecting your kid? Absolutely, you're affecting their mental health. Who's more likely to do it? TikTok, victim parents. And so they're poisoning their kids from the rip. Are the teachers doing this? You don't know how to identify yourself. You got to think about your identity. How about thinking about these reading, rap, map, reading, writing, and arithmetic? How about think about doing some shit and contributing to life? You see what I mean? American teenagers are having a tough time. Teenage girls, of course. It's the girls. <laughs> what about the boys? We don't care about the boys. This is the strong and empowered about to hit the world. As soon as they turn 18, they about to hit the world and it's going to be a car crash already. Teenage girls are having a particularly tough time. According to the recent CDC report, let me give them the noise here. New, 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 new world order. Nearly 60% of U.S. teenage girls experience persistent sadness and hopelessness. Double the rate of boys. Man. Mm. Why? Like, why? I, 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 I'm asking. We got to have a real discussion on this. I'm hitting you in the head. Why are these women, these young, these young girls, these adolescents, why are these adolescents nearly 60% Sad all the time. Why are they hopeless? Why do they wake up? Woe is me. Too much TikTok. Too many competitive women. More beautiful women. Victim mindset. Liberal ideology. We need to change the world. Vote. We need to do all this shit. Why don't you go get a job? Do you know what I mean? Why are you sad? Like I'm supposed to care about that. Not listen. Why am I supposed to care? If it's 60% of you, if it's six out of 10, and I say, well, that's your reality. Not only that, they have no hope. They want their nature and their biology is telling them one thing and the hormones they're hopping them on and the birth control and the IUD and the fornication and the drinking and all of the lack of accountability is telling them another thing. So they don't have no hope. And these women run, they get the 25. They don't know where to go. Misguided, misdirected, undecided. And then they say, well, at least I'm having fun. I'm happy. You're not happy. I'm not happy. You ain't happy. <laughs> Comparing, competing, looking at girls, making a bag, fornicating with older men, having sex on camera, and they're dropped, they're making a bag. It says in 2021, said the report, 30% of teen girls seriously consider deleting themselves up 
nearly 60% from a decade ago. What is going on? Why are young people certainly suddenly becoming so uh, disillusioned? Now, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. If somebody ever asked me this, and of course, Andrew Tate has spoken on this. I've spoken on this. Somebody ever asked me if I've ever been depressed, and I would say this, and I say this in all seriousness, not to say, not to say or undermine any man that has ever been depressed, but I would simply say I can't afford a luxury like that. I can't afford to be depressed. Now, I might have been, but I just never had time to sit around and think about it. I can't afford a luxury like that. I got to be doing some shit like I got people to support. I got things to do. I got goals to hit. I got hobbies to do. I'm sure that I was sad at some particular point, but when people don't have these things and all they have is a phone in their hand, they got time for this shit. And the phone constantly telling them, you ain't good enough. You're a victim. Orange man bad. He's causing all the problems, but he caused no war. We have, and we have a collapse. This guy's your savior. Then the world turns on his head. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would feel effed up too. You're not good enough. Your titties ain't big enough. Your, your face ain't good enough. Your chin ain't good enough. Fornicate, fornicate, fornicate. Be horny. <laughs> social media was, we're, and on social media, we're constantly told is the blame and TikTok may soon be banned and restricted by the Biden administration. However, social media cannot be entirely held responsible. Children do not raise themselves. No, they do raise themselves. That's part of the problem. You can't have children deciding things as heavy as gender, as heavy as I'm happy or not, as heavy as I want to listen to this parent or listen to no parent at all. You can't have children doing this, but we're doing this. You got to listen to your kids. This is progressives again. Watch this. Progressives say you got to listen to your kids. You got to let them have some input of how they raise. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't got to do shit. And when they turn 18, I really don't have to do shit. But these same people are depressed and sloppy and hopeless. The same people telling you the kid don't tell your kids no, give them an award, don't make them feel bad. These are the same people depressed and miserable. Mm. Have you noticed that? The same people saying this shit are the same people that are depressed and miserable. I showed you the conservatives versus the liberal mindset. The same people pushing the progressive are unhappy and they're also can't identify who they are and they're also miserable. And they're also telling us we need to listen to the kids. What the hell? You guys are doing it to yourself. But then when I don't want to do it, you guys think I'm the bad guy. Well, you're the bad guy. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm responsible for this human being. They ain't going to tell me what they're going to do. And if they ever think they're going to do it, they're going to find out. They ain't going to have me as a backup plan. Mm. <laughs> right? So this progressive mindset is ends up ruining the kids. Children don't raise themselves, and the attitudes and ideologies of their primary caregiver has a profound effect on their mental well-being. By the way, doing, doing what the kid says because the kid says it does not mean you're parenting good. That means you're a coward. Well, I listen to my kids. I worry about their mental health. That means you're a coward. I mean, come on, man. Challenge your kid at least. That doesn't make you the better parent. That makes you the passive-ass parent. That makes your ass the enabler. It says this includes political ideologies, which experts now conclude can directly shape how a child sees the world. And liberal parents 
appear to be creating a generation of left-leaning and deeply disaffected children. This is in the New York Post, which supposedly is moderate or they're more of a tabloid. But now they're saying the liberal parents are capital S O F T soft. <laughs> they're the ones doing it. Consider a recent study out of Columbia University, a very liberal liberal college, Department of Etymology. <laughs> released in December, the research which focused on the intersections of gender and politics revealed that teens who identify as liberal are more, much more likely to be unhappy than teens with more conservative views. I'm not happy. <laughs> Even they trying to tell y'all, y'all fucking up. Y'all putting too much pressure on these little darlings. You're, you're letting them handle adult decisions, waking them, up, waking them up in the middle of the night. I got to teach you, black man, to not get shot by the police. No, you don't. You got to teach me to make right decisions. I probably won't get shot by the police. <laughs> right? You don't want them worrying about this. You don't want to give them these phones and let them get these apps. Oh, I promise. I promise. Okay, I'll let you get TikTok only. I'll let you get Instagram only. And then they're getting programmed and then they're unhappy. According to the report, female adolescents are more likely to be liberal than male adolescents. And liberal girls are the most prone to depression. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, punk ass parents, man. Parents are the worst. I mean, and liberal parents, they're telling you, you guys are sabotaging your kids. And I would love to see the opposite direction of this art article here. Pull, pull the data. Liberal girls are the most prone to depression. How prone? Between 2018 and 2010 and 2018, they noted symptoms of depression rose by nearly 50% for female liberals. We showed you this. We showed you this. Liberal boys saw lower increases in depression behavior but reported numbers notably higher than conservative girls. Liberal boys were still ahead of conservative girls. <laughs> I'm not telling you where to lean politically. Conservative boys, however, had the lowest increase in depressive symptoms, above uh, about half those of lefty girls, they call it. All teenagers, all teenagers are getting worse, it seems, but liberal teens are getting worse at a much faster rate. Which means these people are doomed. I'm going to tell you, man, there's no recovering from this. There's no recovering from this. All right. When kids are running around thinking about racism and telling white people they're, 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 they're what did they call it? Privileged and all of this stuff. And they're complete victims. This is completely a loser mindset. And it's making them unhappy. The data is proving it. I'm not happy. And then what do you do? <laughs> you go out there, you become an adult and all the stuff you're your progressive parent tried to protect you from the real world smacks you across the face. The real world runs your ass over and does not care. The minute you go to your job and you go over there and you say, well, I can't do the pro. I can't do the group project today. I got a mental health breakdown. You're going to get fired or pushed off or you're not going to get your promotion. And then you're going to be a victim the rest of your life. The, the, the real world does not care that much about your little personal issues. They're going to run your ass over. Your parents can't protect you anymore. They can let you live with them, but they can't protect you. 
So this is a extremely dangerous time, and then these people can't cope, so they medicate. They become zooted, as we say. Then they start, you meet them at 32, and they still talking that victim shit. It is a depressive, depressive state. But the data is the data. Whether you want to believe it or not is up to you. All right, oh, last slide, and I'm going to do the, uh, what do you call it? The super chats. Look at this slide. This is from the Iona Institute. This is for the Iona Institute uh, for Religion and Society. You can take your own side on this one. Liberal individualism, bad for mental health. Okay, Bad, 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 bad. People who self-identify as liberal, especially women, are significantly less likely to be happy with their lives or satisfied with their mental health. See, those are two things that are two different things right here. But now... And compared to their conservative peers, age 18 to 25. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is what it is. Now, that doesn't mean because you voted for Biden that you're bad. I'm not saying that necessarily. <laughs> but uh, when you're actually talking to your therapist, you're the rapist. So how long and, your inter- wait, and this is your interactions with them. And you're wondering why I don't want to do this type of counseling and waste my time. I'll go be productive. You think I'm the weirdo when in fact. You are the one that need the help. Let's let's watch this. So how long have y'all been together? Four years. You're going to be different people than you were five months ago, a year ago, or five years ago. That's just the inevitable. That's going to happen. It's going to happen, but when it's going to stop? Like, that's that's what I want to know. Like, that's what I'm fed up on. And it's no shade to you. I'm not trying to yell at you. But well, I'm, I'm still yelling at I'm trying to yell at you. Why are you laughing, Princess? It's very serious. That's my defense mechanism. I told you that. Well, I had to tell you that. You're right. And I told you that you need to work on it. Have you spoken to him? All the time. How many times I'm going to say the same thing? Am what I, are you saying to him? I tell him exactly what you tell me in the sessions. Like, so it's like, I'm about to throw the whole person away at this point. Man, every time something goes bad, you can't detach every single time. You want to be a home. You want to go back to the streets. Get some motherfucking decor. Not the fucking decor. Yes. <laughs> not not you- fun. This is not fun. You be watching too much TikTok. And what I want you to work on is if you feel like you cannot speak to him on certain things, maybe change your approach a little bit. Maybe like like what? You trying to get off the phone extra quick this time. What you got a date? Yeah, man. Look, y'all people wasting y'all time. You guys are losers. Let's just put it like this. You got this woman recorded allegedly. I don't know if it's a skit. She recorded a therapy session and posted it to TikTok. I'm hoping it's a skit. And then she took no accountability the entire time. Forget the whole thing, man. Throw these people away. Throw these people away, man. These people are losers. And she's not even taking it seriously. I've been in therapy for 10 years. I can see why. I can see why. These are This is the type of shit we're talking about. I hope that's a skit. I hope it's a skit. Because if she did that without the consent of the person trying to help her, you see exactly what it is. They want to be children, man. They want to be children and be used as sex. They, they don't see themselves as even much more than that. Sad. Sad. All right. Um. Let's see here. We do have some Super Chats contributions. Let's get through them. JC says, I shoot down my Juco's gullet all the time. Barbecue me out here. It's barbecue in there. Cali, West Miami. When I was at CSUN, when I went to CSUN, shout out to Cal State Northridge, I found a place for me and my girlfriend. My girlfriend wouldn't because her grandma told her not to. Now my ex is still single 
and a single mom with no man. Yeah, a man sitting some barbecue. It's barbecue in there. Guys, the that's what we got, man. The grandma sabotage, notorious NIG, quote, don't disappear into your husband's identity. Just maintain your father's. Exes can't even see the irony. Black Fro, Black Fro, the Asian lady compared women to property. Why would I protect something that everyone can have and have a turn with? Again, what is the incentive for men? They believe because of the simp economy, which we're going to go into next, that you're just going to be happy with the presence of a woman. There are many men that, yes, that will be true. They'll just be happy and content. I at least got a woman. Well, I'm telling you, in today's men's mindset, having a woman does not equate success with women. So they're going, I'll just be single. I'll, I'll find another way around this. Where women haven't caught up to that belief to think um, a guy could be single. And happy? Yes, he can. There's no uh, there's no need to uh, worry for most men that are single because they're happy being single, as well as some women are happy with being single as well. Just because she's single doesn't mean she's unhappy. She could be completely happy with it until she does until she has a need. All right, YouTube trash talker. I'm single, childless, on my home, and keep a pocket full of twenties. I'm openly MGTOW. And all I want is cheeks. No marriage, no cohabitation, no relationships. Get them out of there. And he want that junior college. Nigel, just do the chores and hold masculine frame. Yes, do the chores, man. Just do the chores. Sincere, orange man bad, yet the same orange boogeyman wanted to ban TikTok back in 2020. America in it's prime. Yeah, man. Boy, America is prime. You said America's prime. Yes. By the way, he did want to ban it and everybody told him, you know, not a lot of people was with him. But now that um, the other side wants to ban him, you do have a group of young people that think that they're trying to hide information. You have some skeptics, uh, some conspiracy theorists that um, because the world is kind of falling apart. Now they want to ban TikTok. Yeah. We got. No government name, SD. Come on, coach. He says, what about all the big tax benefits married people are always trying to sell me on? He says, getting married for tax breaks. Yeah. Mm. Like, I get the tax breaks. That's kind of like when people say, I got a job and I took the job for the benefits. Like, I'm like, what are the benefits? <laughs> well, I get, I get, I get, uh, I get uh, one, one, one eye exam per year. I get two free doctor visits. I'm like, man, just pay the money. Mm. <laughs> I get to be on this HMO. I'm like, you, bruh, that ain't no benefit. <laughs> mm. I get I get 30% off of pay less shoes and Oshkosh Bagosh. I get to go to Office Depot and get 25%. I'm like, y'all keeping this job for that shit? I'm like, you realize you can buy, you can buy that shit by yourself. <laughs> like, you could go in the lens crafter and go in and get an eye exam for five dollars. You know what I mean? Like twenty-eight dollars. How much is an eye exam at lens crafter? One fifty. I'll pay the money. Mm. I get two dentist visits, two dental cleanings, ninja. That's like three hundred bucks. <laughs> like three hundred bucks. How much is a dental cleaning? Straight up money. Straight up cash. How much is a dental cleaning? You mean you're gonna go work every day for them to clean your teeth twice a year? <laughs> like you gonna be a slave every day going there got carpal tunnel syndrome slave syndrome mind syndrome i get 30 percent off of 
uh, I get 30% off the furniture store. Like, mm. then you go to the furniture store, not even Ikea. <laughs> like, yo, somebody says deep clean is 500 to 1,000 with insurance. <laughs> with insurance. That's what they charge the insurance. Go into a dental office and be like, I ain't got insurance. Can you clean my teeth? They be like, how much you got? They'll take the cash. <laughs> They'll take the cash. They'll be like, how much you got? Two fifty. I swear to God, I've been doing it for a long time. I've been doing it for a long time. But when they charge, when they charge the, when they charge the, uh, when they charge the insurance, they be like, that was two thousand dollars. <laughs> why? Because the insurance not gonna ask. The insurance not gonna ask. The insurance gonna be like, why y'all charging a thousand? They, they they end up bilking the insurance. It's a scam. I actually had great insurance. I worked for the state of, uh, they call SUNY, which is the State University of New York. I worked for a SUNY University. When I had SUNY benefits, that dentist had me in that chair every two months. They was calling me up. Can you come in? <laughs> and I'm like, what do I need to come in for now? Oh, We're going to clean your upper teeth. We're going to clean the back teeth. We're going to clean the inside of your teeth. I'm like, I don't need no, I don't need no inside cleaning. Well, it, it's good. You'll, you'll need it. You'll need it. Come on, come on in. They was hitting them benefits. They was hitting them insurances. They was just like scamming the shit out of that. They was like, and they told me, they told me, they were like, you got, you got SUNY insurance. You got good insurance. Soon as I heard that, I realized what happened. I was like, that's why I'm in here all the time. They just hitting the insurance for a thousand. 5,000, 2,000 this. They like, you need a root canal. You need to put silver in your tooth. You need to do this. You need to pull this tooth. You need to get this tooth. You need an implant. They was always. <laughs> but if I walked in there with no insurance, I'd be like, look, man, I just need a cleaning real quick. They'd be like, well, we really don't do that. I was like, I know. I know you don't really don't do that. I don't have the insurance, but I just need a cleaning. What what what'd you charge me? All right, 250, come sit in the chair. All right, here you go. Yep, you need your wisdom tooth out. We need to cut the back of your gums. We need to put gold caps in there. We need to put we need to put mercury in your teeth. <laughs> they always try to get your ass. When you got insurance, you ain't got no insurance, they'll never call your ass. And you walk up in there, man, look, man, I need a root canal. Can you pull? I need a root canal. How much you'll charge me? They'll charge insurance $5,000. they will they will charge you $1,500 cash. $1,500. <laughs> They'll be like, you got 1500 bucks? Here, 1500 bucks. Here, let's go. They'll book, they'll book the insurance for five grand. But it is what it is. Y'all don't know the game, man. Mm. Yep, they'd be like, you need to pull that tooth. You need to pull that tooth. You need a wisdom tooth coming in. There's a crooked tooth in your gum. Pull it. They be in there with a saw, sawing your shit up. <laughs> you need vibranium in your shit. And they bilking the insurance. They just hitting them. Boom, boom, boom. And you had to work. You had to work uh, thousands of hours to get that tooth pulled. Oh, the dentist pocketing the money, dude. That's why dentists make money. The dentist put the money right in their pocket. They did $800 worth of work. They charged the insurance $5,000 and put $4,000 in their pocket. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right, anyway, look, I'm giving y'all too much game. They're going to be mad at me, man, because I kick it real, man. New, 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 new world order. I give y'all the real. I don't fuck around. I don't fuck around. I give y'all the real.
<laughs> uh, Dev says, seems like Generation Z XX is one a man that is inferior. <sighs> Not my dentist coach. Um, do they want a man that's inferior? I would say that's a that, Dev. You got the good questions today. You hit me off with this Gen Z conversation. Maybe we'll talk about this later. Do they want a man that's inferior? I would say socially, socially, not so much inferior in nature. Socially, yes, they want you to kind of step to the side and just give them money, and this creates the sip economy. All right, we got delicious Dave. Delicious game. Thumbs up. Shout out to Jones G. Another great stream. Thanks, coach. Keep teaching. Keep teaching. All right. Shout out to you, man. Wow. My goodness. We got uh, Tolo. Tolu? Tolu. Shout out to you, Tolu. And then we're going to do PayPal and get back to the main event. Oh, by the way, yeah. Insurance isn't free, right? You still pay for insurance. You'd be like, I got these benefits. And that, that, that you pay for it, like, like you work hours for them. and But it's at a discount because it's a group benefit. So you do get a discount where if I would pay for those benefits, it would cost me 1000 but you pay 360 You see the difference? Because the group benefit, right? But you know what I mean? That doesn't mean that the other things that I said weren't true. All right, we got, uh, let's see here, one, two, three, four, and we're going to get on to the show. Uh, shout out to Julian, says, yo, coach. It, well, it's J Coach JR. He says, I just got to spit these lyrics for men, for the most of the men who don't understand. 99% of these ninjas ain't ish, and most of these ninjas suck salami. That's from J. Rue, the damager. J. Rue. All right, he was kicking too much truth. He was one of those guys that was like, he came around at the long, wrong time. All right, because people was on that gangster shit, and he was calling it out. All right, we got Miles says, uh, what women really want is a guy that makes $80,000 that dominates her sexually. Yeah, so that's that answers the other guy, Dev's question. And he says, and, and for the game, guys, game only works if you're physically attractive. Mostly, mostly. And it's not what you say, it's who's saying it. Game just keeps you from messing up your mate's opportunity preach the truth coach yeah people want to deny that shit because uh, ugly ninjas will come up here and act like they got game right and they're like not necessarily looks money and status is a joke right i get it but primarily it would be easier you can't deny it all right it it, it is a foot in the door a foot in the door goes a long way all right uh das token says in my experience blm support Supporter, white women are the most racist. Um, alternative community identifies as being abused as a child overwhelmingly. And they might have some validity to that because I can't tell you what happened in your home, right? So if you have been abused to an extent, but everything constitutes abuse now. So it almost is a red herring. It almost, you have to toss it out, right? But in, in general, prior generations, yes, they many of these people have been abused and it does throw them off, right? Where they need to have some therapy, heal, uh, potentially have some trauma that they need to unpack and not understand. So I get it. I'm not saying it's all a waste, but also the he's also saying the most liberals are the most racist, right? I there's no contest. 
their racism comes to the point where I'm going to give you, you want to give me examples? I'll give you some quick examples of liberal racism that people give a pass. Obviously, Joe, Joe Biden has said some of the most racist shit and also identified as uh, somebody who, who did a eulogy for an openly Klan leader. Right? He also says, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Uh, he also talked about black kids pull, pushing down his white hair, um, on his hair on his legs. All right. Um, and identify talking about roaches. And I mean, he said some outlandish shit. All right. But I'm gonna give you another example. Uh, who tends to ask for an inward pass? Now you're kicking it. You're kicking it like black people. I want you to think about this. Yeah. Malcolm X has called this shit out years ago. So this is nothing new. They're like the fox who smiles in your face. Ma uh, ma um, 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 um. If you're kicking it with a group of dudes and um, you have a cool white friend. That cool white friend will ask for an N-word pass. They will ask you as if you're giving out N-word passes. <laughs> like what? Like, I don't give out N-word passes. You probably shouldn't say it. If you have to ask me, you probably shouldn't say it. I've rarely heard a conservative dude dressed in a polo shirt, a Lee Cox Sportive polo shirt and Docker shorts and penny loafers say, can I get an N-word pass? I've never heard it. But now, not to say it doesn't happen, but liberal friends, your liberal white friends will always do it. Always. And I'm like, oh, why why you think because you cool with me, you can get the pass? That's the sign of that that racism that people give a pass. Because they're always thinking about it. They're always thinking about the dynamics between you being black and they being white. They think about it all the time. Whereas if you walk over here, they they just ignoring you. They they don't want to even think about you. That's racist as well. That could be said as racist as well, but at least they're not trying to smile in my face. I kind of know what they're giving me over there. Okay, they want to avoid me. They don't want to talk. But meanwhile, in your face, this person's being directly racist to you and covering it up with jokes. They always sneak dissing you, sneak joking, trying to, man, it's, it's actually demoralizing the racism they do because it's in your face. It's like, it's, and then they excuse it. No, it's not really, it's not really, really, really. You know what movie pointed this out? The movie that pointed this out is Get Out. Get Out, I hate to use a movie, but if you think about it, Get Out pointed this out, right? So you guys got to get out of this mindset. Get Out showed that the family used progressive ideas, support from Obama, I'm not like that, I can't understand these conservative white people, they're the real racists. Get out. The entire movie pointed that out. The people that were close to you were the real people that were victimizing you. Malcolm X pointed this out. But you guys, yep. He says, I would have voted. I would have voted for Obama a third time if I could have. Listen, got to watch out. Guys, watch, black men, watch out for this shit. It is directly insulting. The stuff that they get away with and you let them get away with it. Right. Hillary Clinton, hot sauce and purse. I swear to God, bro. I mean, listen. Watch out, you people. All right. Where are we at here? It's actually, oh, what do they call it? It's insulting. It's insulting. That's why I don't kick it with them. All right. Um, anyway, we're here to help all people. I know some people like, oh, we don't want to talk about race. I don't give a what you want me to talk about. You can take your ass on. All right. Listen, I don't beg nobody to be here. I don't beg you to subscribe or nothing. So if you don't want to hear it, just move on, all right? Jump off the podcast, come back, all right? But you ain't going to tell me what the hell I'm going to talk about, all right? That's what you ain't going to do. 
but you can decide to be here or not. <laughs> All right. These punk ass do, even if you a supporter, I don't care if you a super chatter, you are not going to tell me what to talk about. All right. You're going to take your ass on. I don't beg nobody to be here. I got enough subscribers. I ain't begging. I got enough platinum plaques and all that shit. All right. Anyway. AB Network guy says, I can't watch, but showing support. Shout out to you. And then last one, Mr. P says on the chore topic, coach, this BS making it seem like chores like cleaning is the you're cleaning the uh, Aegean stables. He says when men are running a household, we have systems in place and have ish running smoothly. Meal plans, bedtimes, drop offs, pickups, routes, wake up times, etc. Structure is how men think, operate and function. Most women, on the other hand, get bored with doing the same thing day in and day out. Hence, when they get married, knowing full what they are supposed to do, they get bored. And then comes the, I'm not happy. <laughs> and the bait and switch. On that point, Mr. P, I'm going to show you this and skip ahead and show you exactly. He's going to prove that exact point if you missed it. He's talking about men tend to be strategic. Men tend to think things out long term. Typically, men teams to they tend to plan things out. What women want to do is be spontaneous, go with their emotions, which this is not a negative, but it needs to be a meeting of the minds if you want a relationship. So women want to do, well, I want to do this and I want to go have fun. Well, they don't have the responsibility. If shit falls apart, they could just point to you and say, it is all Jermaine's fault. Right. It's or if the structure's not working for them, they could they could just blame you. Ah, this is too much. You're too control. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. To your point, I'm gonna show you this video. It skip. I'm skipping ahead, but I want to back up that point where this wife right here is gonna confirm that exact idea. And this is why I tell you don't travel with women, right? So this is a woman's post who's gonna perfectly sum up what he's talking about. She says, my man planning our vacation. And it's all shaky right there. My man planning our vacations. This is typically what men do typically when they plan a vacation. And the woman says, take me out. I'm passport ready. Take me on a trip. Well, I got to plan the book, the flight, car rental. Make sure I have the ID, the cash, the deposit, the credit card. What excursions are we going to do? Because she's going to say, when we get there, I want to have fun. What are we doing today? What are we doing tomorrow? What are we doing? hotels to stay where are we going to book where are we going to stay is it located here is it located close to the airport downtown next to the tourist traps is it located near the beach you're thinking of this shit because she's going to ask well where's the hotel and why did you put the hotel here and why did we get this rental car or why did we have to rate for the rental car why don't you don't have hertz gold all right what book how come we leaving early how come we taking a red eye right she's going to ask these details she's not just going to get on the plane and just follow and shut the hell up where are we going to eat? Where are we going to eat? When are we going to eat? Men typically go, okay, I'm going to create an itinerary. <laughs> I'm going to go this and this and this and this and this. Now, she could come in in 86, all of it. But here he is. Now, what is she doing? What is she doing? Let's watch. Me, planning my outfits. Mm. Now, here he is. They're, they're in real time. He's over here. He's on the phone. He's calling up the credit card company. Uh, when we travel, make sure you know when we get to Italy, don't shut down my credit card because all the whole trip will be fucked up. 
and she on her phone recording herself and shit. Oh, what? Now, listen, this is important. I don't want to say that what she's doing is not important because obviously you want her to look good when she goes out. See, you can't just be like, well, that's dumb. But she will also say, I do the bulk load of the domestic work. I do the boatload of the domestic work. Okay, but when we traveling, I'm doing the boatload of the planning. I'm doing the boatload of the reservations. I'm doing the boatload of pain. I'm doing the boatload of, you see what I mean? They can never think this. And then they prove it by posting shit like this. And then I say, see, who's doing all the work now? Who's getting all the credit now? Who's paying now for the guys? I don't pay. What is he getting? Is he splitting her? Is he is he clapping her cheeks? Probably not. Okay, so these are the things that we talk about here. Look, and he's doing the work. He's planning. He's creating the itinerary. He's planning. He's depositing her. She picking out outfits. Well, where are we going for dinner? Oh, we're just going to this place over here. Yeah, well, what's the dress like? What's the dress code? Am I going to be overdressed, underdressed, too much makeup, under makeup? But <laughs> they're like children. They're like children. But um, but these are the roles that we have. Now, when they say this, they're like, well, this doesn't matter. See, coach, we, why is this bad? Well, I'm proving that men do a lot more work than they get credit for. That's my point. And I'm proving that men overwhelmingly pay for shit because I'm sure she's not plunking down her credit card not one single time on that trip. Mm. Not once. She's not saying I could cover half. She's not worried about it. She's not covering the rental car while you're covering the airline tickets. She never even thought to ask that. But we're hearing these complaints that they're doing all the work. You know what I mean? It is what it is. But listen, it is what it is. Mm. And let me tell you, he's having no fun on that trip. Ladies, men don't have fun on dates. Only Chad's and Tyrone's uh, say they have fun on dates. I don't have fun on dates where I'm planning. I'm actually the organizer. You ever see a wedding planner? Are they having fun at the wedding? Nope. No, because they're like, okay, I got to hit this stride. I got to hit this mark. I got to make sure we're here on time. I got to make sure this happens. I got to make sure this happens. That's what we're doing. We're the organizer. So when I go on a date, if I execute it in the way women want, what I do is I say, we're going to eat here. We're going to leave that this time. We're going to make sure we don't miss track. We miss traffic and we don't get stuck and miss disappointment. This place opens at this time. It closes at this time. So I got to hit all these marks, right? I can't show up and be like, assume that the restaurant's going to be open and walk up. Oh, it's 10 o'clock on Wednesday. Oh, shit. I didn't realize it would be closed. Now shit's fucked up, right? I got to make sure we have reservations, especially in Los Angeles. We have reservations at seven. We need to leave at five. If we leave at 5.15, we're going to get at the restaurant at 7.45. And she's like, yeah, but I got to do my makeup. I know I'm going to hurry. I know I'm running behind. She mm -hmm. fucked up the whole day. <laughs> right? She done fucked up your whole plan being 15 to 20 minutes behind. Sometimes 30 to 40 minutes behind. Because you were like, damn. I and then when you do it, you're trying to have fun, but you're all, she's like, relax. You're, you're too tense. And I'm like, ninja, I've got to get to the reservation. Or when I get to the reservation, I cannot believe you're late to the reservation. I cannot believe you. Well, you shouldn't have booked it at eight. You should have booked it at nine. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Dudes are all like trying to. This is what we do on dates. This is what the typical male does on me. I don't want to hear you game motherfuckers. Well, you ain't got to do all that, Sean. What you do is you show up in Netflix and chill. Shut up. Shut up. We're talking about what women will want from a man. 
And then the man attempts to give it to her. And then when he gives it to her, she shows up late. She shows up at the meeting spot late. She's asking for questions, information, and she thinks you're having fun. She's just sitting there. Oh, this is fantastic. Oh, the ambiance. This is so lovely. I'm having so much fun. This is great. Oh, my God. She tells her girlfriend, oh, I had so much fun. He did this. He did that. He did this. As a ninja, what did he do? Did he have fun on a date? Ask the guy, did you have fun on your date? <laughs> hey, man, you went on a date with that girl, Shirley. Did you have fun? No man in history has asked a man, did he have fun on a date? What, what do men get asked about the date? What do men get asked about the date? The dude's exhausted. He want to go to sleep by 1030, and she's still holding out the peace lead. You're like, man, would you get out of the panties already? It's 1030. By the time we finish, it's going to be midnight. The only thing they ask is, did you get the peace leave? That's it. They don't care about you going to the Ferris wheel and bringing her, you know, Rosalinda came over selling flowers. You bought her a flower that you made your restaurant on time, that you had a great meal. Nobody cares. No man cares. They want to know, did you get the peace leave at the end of the day? So men don't have fun on dates. You might have fun on a date, but men typically do not go into a date thinking, I'm going to have fun. Mm. All right, let's get into this, man. We hit y'all with the real, and many of y'all can't have it. Many of y'all can't have it. If I take a girl on the Ferris wheel, I'm waiting for her to drop to her knees and, and, and go ahead and give me that gawk gawk when we get to the top while they load in passengers at the bottom. But she's sitting up there, oh, the breeze. Oh, this is great. Look at the view. Look at the lights of the city. Man, would you get down? Zip. We at the top. We're sitting up here for five minutes. We're not going to move for five minutes. They're loading passengers. Drop that neck. All right. That's what I want it's you to do. When we up there. That's what the Ferris wheel is for. So when we get up to the top, we're, up, we're alone now. We're doing public sex. <laughs> all, right, that's what we're doing. <laughs> all right and she up here missed the whole opportunity now i'm sitting up here all right man let's stop with the nonsense this show is this show is reprehensible but this is the greatest show on youtube you know it is and hit the like button in here <laughs> women are like this guy who is this guy the sip economy who created it and when will the end you guys see the poll on the Notorious CGA channel, we got social media thoughts, dating, and hookup culture as being the culprit. 35% voted that. Single mother raised men came in in second at 33%. Tricks, weak men, and shortcut guys came in at 26% in third place. And Chad's Tyrone's 80-20 rule is last. Feminism would have been another slot, but I missed it. And then on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, it is actually the single mother raised men who came in first. No, there's a tie, actually. Tie between... Social media thoughts, dating apps, and hookup culture, and single mother raised men tied tricks, weak men, and shortcut artists came in second. Chad's and Tyrone's 80 20 rule in third. Now, since that's the order, let's talk about the good men, the single mother raised men here who um, may have be the culprit here. I know we can have all of the above, and that could be simply stated out here. Let me see if I can find what's going on here. Let me share this the simp economy. I'm going to just read a couple of this here the psychology. <laughs> The psychology behind simping. Mm. 
All right. We go on the Internet for different reasons. One goal in mind. Right, let's talk about this right here. They're talking about individuals have also adapted to the strategic business model of dating. Right. Monetization of women, monetization of attention. All right. It's not the woman's fault. It's that the women have been able to find the lane to be monetized. Now, how do you participate? Do you ignore, validate? Do you support, sponsor? Right. It says right here, a new simp. Why do people form connections with people they never met or interacted with? A psychologist in 1968 said Robert, whoever his last name is, conducted a series of experiments on how we perceive familiarity. All right, let's go down to the video here. It says the simp awakens. What happens when you throw social media into the mix? There's no doubt that social media has affected our social cognition. Cogni cognition. All right. And it says changing the way we perceive others and ourselves. All right. And then, I mean, this is a whole article. I'm not going to read it because I'm already behind. OK, I'm already behind, but they're also talking about um, how people have adjusted to simp culture, meaning that you can't call simps simps like just putting this in the title. It's automatically demonetized. All right. Uh, Twitch banned the word simp. All right. Which tells you who are they protecting when they when, when people say simping? All right. All right. How does this ban affect the simp economy and so forth and so on? So listen, I'm going to skip ahead because I'm way, way behind. Moving into this guy right here, since we got the good man, single brother raised men being a culprit, let's listen to this gentleman here and the, the, the irony of what happens to this gentleman. But let's go ahead and um, there's some profanity here. So if you're at work, put your headphones in. This is a guy who says, I've been married to my wife 18 years and she has never paid a bill because that's what a real man do. That's what real men do. My bad. Here we go. Volumes a little low, but the guy was up here bragging with a beer in his hand, and he's saying his wife has never had to pay a bill, and the woman starts recording him at this point. And now she's saying, hey, hey, Big Daddy, Big Daddy, I need you to go back and repeat what you said. The volume is low, so I apologize. Here we go. I've always paid. You said you've been married to your wife 18 years, and Shane never paid what? I've been married to my wife for... 18 years going on 19 years. Blue My wife has never paid a mortgage payment. She's never paid a gas bill, electric bill. She's mm -hmm. never paid a cable bill. She's never had to pay insurance for her cars. I pay for all that. But that's what a fucking man does for his family. I don't, I don't, I'm not on no pedestal behind it, but that's what a man does. A man takes care of his family. My wife shouldn't have to worry about a goddamn mortgage payment. She didn't have to worry about the lights being on, gas being on. Food in the motherfucking refrigerator. She don't pay for food. She don't pay for none of that. That's my motherfucking job. Understand me? You don't have to tell us to do that shit. That's what a man do. And a man don't brag about this shit. I'm not bragging at all. But that's what a fucking man does. A man that got eight children and 12 grandchildren. Say it again. Okay. And, and I've never been under one child support order in my life. And you take care of all of them. You do for and all And I do them. for all my kids whenever they need me. All you got to do is call their daddy, and I'm right there. So if you meet a motherfucking nigga that can't treat you the way your father treats you, you don't need that motherfucker. Oh, mouth Hello, good fucking back. Well, say it, goddammit. Oh. All right, let me stop right there. He he hit a home run and hit the mic drop, and he did come back for something a little bit later. Now, uh, a couple of ironies of this video. Uh, the woman uh, that has received this has filed for divorce from this man. All right. He has he has had a divorce filed against him. And I believe maybe and I'm not sure. Allegedly, he was cheating. OK, so there's that. There's that problem. 
the other problem here, <laughs> right? He's already been divorced. So there you go. I mean, shit, you can do all of that and it, it's all for naught. All right. Uh, but she cleaned the house for five years. She earns money for that. You're supposed to pay her for that after the fact. You pay for all these bills ahead of time. She don't, rem she don't remember none of that shit. The next day, what have you done for me lately? Mm. Now, <laughs> the next thing that you want to notice in this clip is that there are no men in this clip. <laughs> all right. So none of these women, and specifically community women, have a man. They all probably are single mothers and have been impregnated by their teens or early 20s. There's a granny in here. This house is despicably dirty. I'm assuming this is his house. I'm just going to assume it's his house. This man just bragged about all his all he did for his wife, yet his house looks like this, and he has nothing but parasites in his house. He has his mama or her mama, his daughters, or the mother's daughters who he married into. He's got a hat on that's too small for his head and not a ninja in sight. Not another ninja. All right, hold on for a second. Let me turn the volume down. Not another male in sight. There's old ass granny with the gloves on and he's still talking shit. Where is it? I got a fat. All the daughters are overweight. I'm. This is exact. This is what I noticed from this. This house is outdated. It needs to be interior decorated. And certainly we need to definitely have Somebody redo the kitchen in the dining room. I mean, we need some got that. We need some work done on this house. You're not selling this shit. And what's going on with this carpet? This carpet has been down here for at least 25 to 40 years. Mm. This carpet needs to be replaced. The furniture is outdated and your daughters are overweight, sir. All right. So anyway, no feng shui, no nothing. We got shit jumbled up in there and he's still talking that shit, holding a big ass can of uh, malt liquor. All right. So. Let's just put the shit in order. But this is, these are the type of guys. These are the type of guys, the single mother race men that threw off the marketplace. Because they say what a real man does, but he also accepts bullshit. He accepts less from his kids. He lets his, the mother run the house and control all the shit until he gets drunk and he starts talking that shit. Mm. All right. <laughs> yes. And 12 grand truth. Say it again. Hello, good fucking boss. Not Amen. If a nigga can't do more than your, what your father do for you, you don't fucking need him. Why do you get a man that can't do? If my dad can do that shit, nigga, I don't need you. Yeah, they done gassed him up. They didn't gas him up. He mic dropped. He walked off. He mic dropped. And it was like, say that. And now he had to come back. Oh, I got attention. I'm getting accolades. I'm getting validation from women. Oh, the old, you know, my mama, her mama telling me that. And they all broke it in the joke. All right, man, it's crazy. Niggas always got to show they And a lot of niggas set the standard so fucking low, they fucked their girls up. They girls up. You set that standard that low, that fucks your girls up. Because then they go out there and go for any shit. You got to set that standard fucking high. Right here. He got he got so much attention from saying this. He ain't got this much attention in his entire life. All these checks that you wrote, you ain't got this much attention in your entire life. Oh, they listening to me now? All right, let me go in the full 
sip mode. I'm about to really cape. Yeah. Single mother raised men. So she'd be like, I don't want a nigga that's not going to treat me as good as my father. I can call my dad and it all the fuck well. I can build a goddamn moon. What is he talking about now? My man out here, what are you talking about? You're not making any sense now. You should have just mic dropped and walked the hell off. Instead, you got a little bit of attention and then you started. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? And women, black women in particular, were gassing him up. Say that, unk. Say that, daddy. Say that, big papa. Say that. Say that. Yeah, Pay my bills. Now you start rambling. He should have shut the hell up. All right. So we got the single mother race men off the charts right there. Could they potentially have been the ones who messed up the marketplace? Have they created the simp economy? There's an argument to be made. Here's another guy right here who was the that's you guy right here. And that's you. Now, I'm hoping this is a skit. I'm hoping this is a skit. You can never know what the internet, but she put her IG up there. She put her IG and her fake book. It's there for you to see. Now, we have the that's you guy. And that's you. It says right here, this is the single mother raised men, the good men. Quote from her, you may not be the hottest person I've ever been with or the smartest or the funniest. You might suck in bed you may not be the best partner, but I love you because you love me. Too many, too many more years together. And that's you. <sighs> Niggas always gotta show they well, that about sums it up. You're such a good man. You're a good man. You came and rescued me. Thank you very much. Yes, put a baby in me. You need to get a DNA test, Mr. Wiggins. After that pregnancy, you better get a DNA test because I'm sure that baby is not yours. You wasn't even shooting up the club, right? She, she, she made you wear a condom every time, bro. This is so. Here you go. The degradation of men, and he's just happy to be there. Niggas always gotta show they and take out check the dynamics. He's kneeling down. Uh, he's reaching into her. She's definitely overweight. Yeah, he's kneeling down to her. Well, he's kneeling down to the baby, but yeah. So the simp economy, we're talking about the single mother raised men. Let's get on to the next group. The next group, which are oh well, uh, throw in that planning the trip to uh being a good man. I'll show the clip real quick one more time. Uh, because this clip was in the order. So this guy, right, the good man, just do the good man, be your utility, do what you're supposed to do. Don't put any expectations on me. I'll look cute. You pay the trip. You pay the bill. I'll be there. I'm going to come with you. I'm going to be on my period. Soon as we get on the hotel, soon as we get in the airplane, I'm going to have bubble guts. I'm going to have the itis. I'm going to get sick. I'm going to get cramps. Yeah, you're not going to get sex, but we can still go have fun. You see what I mean? Uh, and I'll give you sex when we get back to Columbus, Ohio. But just plan everything. Just be the good man. Do what you're supposed to do, and everything will be all right. And don't expect nothing from me. This is the simp economy. Has this created the simp economy? Is this group more culpable? All right, let's get to, because everybody can point. Let's get to this person right here. Here is going to be the social media or the ethos or the person that is seeking validation and attention. 
um, in this marketplace, which is attention is nice, but these girls want money. This woman's going to say, this woman's going to say, and this is Red Pill Awareness uh, Instagram. This woman's going to say, what's the point in being a good woman? Let's let her say, uh, speak it. Mentality of women being able to finesse men wouldn't happen if men kept their standards high with the women they invest in. There's no perks of being a good woman in this day and age. There's no market for it. But you be a woman that doesn't show her body, does, isn't out in the club, doesn't get drunk, doesn't do this, doesn't dance, doesn't do all of these things. Your inbox is like tumbleweed. tumbleweed that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what your inbox will look like. If the standards of promiscuity were like, you're promiscuous, I am putting a penny in you, there, there would be no finessing. It would be impossible. But if students are making 10K a night, if girls with OnlyFans are making 10K a day, if a girl posts a thirst trap and gets flown out to Dubai, where are we going to direct women? So her point is, that what's the point of being a good woman? There's nothing to gain from it. And it's a short-sighted mindset, right? It's short-sighted. I understand her. She's like, I'm at the peak of my sexuality. I can earn a lot more money from who? Tricks, wheat men, shortcuts, simps, good men, right? I, I can earn money from these guys. I can get attention and accolades. From EGOT, right? I, I'm going to choose e-thotting. I'm going to choose hookup culture, dating apps, and I'm going to monetize it. Why would I be a good woman? There's no reward. Well, the problem is there long-term, it doesn't work out, right? We've seen a lot of pr even prawn stars say, I regret doing it, and I'm, I regret being judged by it. I want you to forget about it. Um, and then she's also saying, if these guys had standards, if these guys had standards, if you weren't rewarding us with money, if you weren't rewarding us with an easy validation and attention, if you weren't the good man, this wouldn't happen. All right, this wouldn't happen. So she chooses to suck off camels in Dubai. She said, I flew to Dubai. What did you do? You got sheeked on. What guys have to understand is women like this, although she's beautiful with makeup and hair and her extensions, she's a beautiful woman. This woman has been degraded to points for money that you would not believe. Mm. Not believe. That, but she's been completely degraded. She's been pooped in on her eyeballs. She didn't, for, she didn't fondle candle, camel balls. It's a reality. They don't want you to know that part. They don't want you to know that part. But they come back and they're talking about your expectations, your standards. I'm like, what are your standards, ma'am? What are your standards? But you see the point here. You see the point. She's saying the easy validation, the attention, the money is making men have less standards. And also we can convince a man to take us in the end, right? And that's you. Well, I'll take them in the end. But then they'll say, you guys have no standards out here. Then you're going to just give me the attention and the money. And then, then you're going to marry me in the end. Because then I'm going to say, well, body count doesn't matter. Forget about my prawn past. Forget about my past. You're still going to take me, right? And that's you. So in essence, she threw everybody up under the bus, right? And said, I want the bag. Let's hear her again. She says the mentality, I mean, and then people saying the Chad and Tyrone's didn't get thrown under the bus. They got thrown under the bus too, all right? Her point is that even you will still fornicate with me. right? Even you don't have standards because I'm obviously a piece of shit and you'll still brag about smashing a girl like me you got thrown under the bus too you'll still hit you'll still come up in the club don't lie you still hitting all right so everybody got thrown thrown up under the bus all right let's let's continue here 
parity of women being able to finesse men wouldn't happen if men kept their standards high with the women they invest in. There's no perks of being a good woman in this day and age. There's no market for it. But you be a woman that doesn't show her body, does, isn't out in the club, doesn't get drunk, doesn't do this, doesn't die. So there it is. Isn't out at the club. So Chad and Tyrone, you got yours too. Here we go. Oh, still to do all of these things. Well, inbox is like tumbleweed. tumbleweed. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what your inbox will look like. If the standards of promiscuity were like, you're promiscuous, I'm putting a penny in you, there, there would be no finessing. It would be impossible. But if strippers are making 10K a night, if girls... Tricks, tricks, simps, right? With OnlyFans are making 10K a day. If a girl posts a thirst trap and gets flown out to Dubai... Do do Dubai, all right, monetization. Where are we going to direct women? Mentality of women. Now, one thing that she just bit did bit did as well, said it is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine. All right, phone. next clip, next clip, taking that down. So she pretty much attacked everybody. Hookup culture guys. Hookup culture guys and hookup culture women. Hookup culture women. Does this create the simp economy as well? Uh, hopefully you can follow this, but it's looped for you to revolve back into this story of why people are avoiding relationships and they just want to hook up. Uh, hopefully you can follow it because it's quite interesting. I don't know if she did this intentionally, but it's it's interesting. Tinder dating. This goes to the good men hookup culture and so forth and so on. And feminism as well, where women are saying, I just don't want to be tied down. Here we go. What are you looking for? Something casual. Okay, but not with like an asshole or anything. Like I want them to be a nice person. Okay. And like maybe wants to hang out sometimes and go see movies and won't ghost me. Right. But wants nothing more than casual sex and that's it. Uh-huh. But like maybe buys me gifts sometimes, you know? Yeah, but they can't be clean. <laughs> gotcha. So just something casual with someone who wants to like, I don't know, cuddle. So like a relationship. No. Like, so, okay, so just a fuck buddy? Oh, not quite. So... What are you looking for? Something casual. Okay. But not with like an asshole or anything. Like I want them to be a nice person. Okay. And like maybe wants to hang out sometimes and go see movies and won't ghost me. Right. But wants nothing more than casual sex and that's it. Uh-huh. But like maybe buys me gifts sometimes, you know? Yeah. But they can't be clean. <laughs> gotcha. So just something casual with someone who wants to like, I don't know, cuddle. So like a relationship. No. Like, so, okay. So just a fuck buddy? Oh. Not quite. So, what? So you see how it looped. <laughs> now these are the people who are supposed to make good decisions in relationships. You're supposed to be guiding them along. This is what you guys are getting out here. And you simp for them. You sleep with them. You do all these things. You game them. You mac them. Some you buy them gifts. She even included that. Some buys me gifts from time to time. She he spoils me. My God, doom. Doom, man. And that was her comedic take on that mindset. That's creating somewhat of a simp economy as well. All right. Uh, because then you then there's guys that play that role and they get kind of finesse. Now we're gonna do with this one gonna be the the let me see here. What is this here? Give it to me. Okay. Uh the attention, the attention. So the ethos. Now we're gonna go to the attention mindset and the ethos. Okay. Uh, let's start with this one. YouTube, don't trip. I'm going to do this. I'm going to flash this up here. Now, because attention is at a premium and there are simps out there, this woman is fully clothed. There's not. She's not exposing anything. Instagram has allowed this to go by, but I'm going to just show you uh, briefly 
what this woman is doing. And she's an advanced age woman, too, by the way. You might not be able to see it because I'm trying to censor it. But here's a woman that's sitting here doing nothing. This is typical of Instagram women. They sit there and do nothing. They say nothing. They produce nothing. They produce no talent. They record themselves and they get attention. Now, what she's doing is, I don't know if you can see this because I'm kind of trying to censor it. She's sitting here with the mimosa at brunch and she's opening her legs. All right. I'll scan it right there. That's what she's doing. She's opening and closing her legs. All right. You see that? She is fully clothed, but she's just sitting there showing her between her legs, which women have been taught to not do this. All right. Keep your legs closed. And then they fought against that. That's misogynist. Now we have them fully exposing themselves and showing us what's between. You see what I mean? So this, this mindset of the simp economy or when women complain and they complain about competing, you have women out here, boom, okay? And she's an older woman. She looks way older than she probably is. And she has hashtag TikTok musically, social media queen, belly dance, dance confident for Leah. Uh, she is also hashtag a bunch of other shit that I don't know. She got about 50 hashtags. And of course, let me give you the like. Let me give you the like count. Oh, almost 100,000 likes. 100,000 likes. All right. You see what I'm saying? So the woman that said, what's the benefit of me being a good woman? Then you have the opposite extreme. All right. So now let's take you to this right here. Uh, stripper culture has been mainstreamed in the last 10 to 15 years when you wouldn't have a woman be caught dead associating with something like that. But now women are like, oh, it's good exercise. Uh, it's great exercise. I'm good at it. And a lot of them, like, there was a time where men would put a stripper pole in their house. Oh, you're so nasty. Yo, you're degrading. You're objectifying women. Now, their own stripper pole in the house. And anything for attention, right? Anything for attention. Even when they make a mistake, even when they make a mistake, anything for attention, anything for attention. So you got the social media ethos that are showing themselves with no problem. Why would a guy get into the point where they want to be marrying these chicks? Now, how does this affect the young group of women? Oh, the adolescents, the teenagers, the people who are just babies. Let's get to that. A lot of women today, a lot more than we know, are parents that are online strippers. They're parents of it. Now, this woman, it says teen mom, teen mom of Farah Abraham's 13-year-old daughter wants to post pictures of her feet for her subscribers because her mama does it. I told you about the coaching call that I took of a guy who was in a split household and um, I, he shall remain nameless, but he said, hey, um, there are girls that are adolescent and preteen already selling feet pictures. He was like, my daughter's friends are already experimenting with this. Now, I've never seen anything like this. I don't have the evidence, but that was his story because he's in a split household. He was telling me about the custody and he was like, oh, yeah. He was like, I'm concerned about my daughter because many of her friends who are 10, 11, 12, 13, they're already selling pictures of feet. 
on the internet. Now, I don't know if that's illegal. I don't know if you can, because it's feet, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's not anything else. But if you wanted something like this, if you did something like this, social, if you even looked at a girl's feet on the internet as a father, you lose custody. But women can make these mistakes and it's not their fault. So let's go ahead and see what this woman has posted to social media to admit her daughter wants to sell feet pictures on the internet on her platform, on the adult mom's platform. Let's get it. Sophia talking to me about her feet and then asking me like if she should post her feet to her subscribers. And really? honestly, she showed me a picture of her feet like in socks. Who cares this much about feet? You? No, I don't. I do post feet on my subscription thing, but like, who cares? I love my feet. Thank God it's Friday. Now, Take a look at the daughter. Just take a look. Remember we talked about liberal progressive parents? Take a look at the daughter. Take a look at the daughter. I mean, listen, I'm not here to judge what, you know, child, uh, uh, adolescent, but look at the daughter. I mean, come on. You can tell this mom is actually losing the parental fight. And they're sitting in probably, look, at, look, 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 bro. look, look, look. I mean, she's got four color hair. She's got a nose ring, septum ring. She gone. The daughter will have tattoos in about a year. The daughter will have tattoos. All right, she'll have her whole ear pierced up and down. And it probably started with the ear piercing. All right, but we talked about, we already covered the progressive liberal parents already, how they're failing their kids, failing miserably. But now the daughter's like, hey, mom, you sell feet pictures. And she's like, well, and the daughter's like, well, put my feet on there. I want to make some money. Simp economy. But let me put my feet up there. Bruh. Sophia talking to me about her feet and then asking me like if she should post her feet to her subscribers. Post her feet to her subscribers? Oh, hold on for a second. I thought you said post her feet to your subscribers. Your daughter has subscribers? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. What that mean? I thought she was saying she wants to post the feet to your subscribers. What subscribers do your daughter have? What that mean? She said that. Hold on for a second. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sophia talking to me about her feet and then asking me like if she should post her feet to her subscribers. And yeah. honestly, she showed me a picture of her feet like in socks. Who cares this much about feet? You. No, I don't. I do post feet on my subscription thing, but like, who cares? I love my feet. Thank God it's Friday. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, man. Yo. Sophia? Well, I mean, guys, um, if you guys, somebody says send it. If you guys thought, if you guys thought that you guys are going to be able to overcome this with some sort of conversation, I don't know, man, because you're asking, when is this going to end? 
When are we going to get to this point where we end it? So now we got the single mother raised men, but the single mother raised women as well. I can do some I hit the wrong button. All right, uh, hit the wrong button on that. I'm trying to scroll down here. But, you know, I don't know what to tell you. We got one more video clip, one more clip, and this is going to be the happy older women. Why are they appearing on here? Because these are the single mothers. These are the ones that raised their daughters to be the current generation of crop of ethos. And then also, they're going to say, we're happy being single, but the damage is already done. They've already done all the damage. There's no damage to be done. And then you have what? The group of men that say, yeah, coach, but I'm going to still fold that up. Or they might say, I'm going to wife her up. Let's listen to this woman. Young females that think us middle-aged women are lonely. They are not lonely out here, guys. They are out here. All the humanity. In these streets. All right, here we go right here. Let's play it. This video circulating of this young lady talking about middle-aged women and we uh, mad, mean, miserable, and lonely, right? And that we missed because we missed our opportunity to have a good man. And that's why we out here. We just lonely first in these streets. So let me just clear something up. Right. Majority of us middle aged women, because I consider myself a middle aged woman. I'm 46 years old. Man, damn, she she one year younger than me. You can see why I be at the junior college, man. You can dude. you can see why I'm at the junior. college. Anybody that asks me why I don't date women my age. Here you go. Now, I know all women don't look like this at this age. There's some people that look somewhat plain and normal, but many of those women are miserable, right, with their life and how it turned out. And they want me to settle down and slow down. Why are you doing it? Settle down, slow down. You don't need to work so hard and this and that. And they live in that. They live in a house that looked like that simp dude's house. But why would I date a woman like this? Seriously. Come on, man. Like what? This woman smoked so many black and milds. She's drink more malt liquor. She then got ran through and had train gangs ran on her and let her keep having them train gangs. But I would never, ever take her as a serious contender. And she seems to be somewhat happy about that. A lot of us are single by choice. Not because we missed our opportunity, but just for the simple fact that the, the, the caliber of men that's out here now, to me, in my, in, in my opinion, are not even worth dating or having a relationship with. Fine with me. Recreational use only. And the fact that a lot of you young girls, because a lot of y'all are 20 years younger than me, but you look like you're my age. Nah, I, I understand what she's saying. I get I get it. But I'm going to say nope on that. one. Nope. And that's because you living hard. You know, you doing the age that you are now versus the age we were back then. You all are doing way more for way less. Uh, I, I get what you're saying, but not necessarily. I get it. I get it. With these men. Y'all are out here wouldn't have men if you wasn't spending money. It's just like y'all getting pimped and played. Saw this video circulating of this young lady talking. Mm, what city is this? <laughs> Name that city. <laughs> right. Mm. Name that city. I'll stay away, bro. I don't want no parts of that woman. Boy, I don't even want to lay with her. You know what I mean? Like, I would, I wouldn't even lay with her. She would have to be open, wide open on my couch. I would come home, you know what I mean, with my groceries in my hand, five bags of groceries, my car keys in my mouth like this, you know what I mean, holding a bottle of water. As soon as I walked in the door, right, I saw her laying on my couch, and I'll dive in. I'll be like, okay, all right. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Other than that, no go, ma'am. No go. I won't even make a single effort on that one. All right, let's get to these contributions and get the hell up out of here.
All right, let's see here. Somebody said Detroit, Indianapolis. Oh, man, what city is that? Yeah, it's crazy. He says, close your eyes and listen. Sounds like Florence Johnson or something like that. Yeah, she had that raspy boy. Shout out to Miller. He says, tuition for the knowledge, perspective, and the funnies. Yeah, even if you don't agree, you can you can at least admit there's a laugh or two in there. <laughs> Newport Beach. All right, no government name says, to your point earlier about racist liberals, there's a classic speech by Malcolm X that anyone can find on YouTube where he explains why the white liberal who pretends to be or like blacks are the most insidious racist people in America. Yeah, I played that video here several times. All right, and uh, it's it's too obvious to me. I mean, it's completely obvious to me, right? <laughs> but a lot of people miss it. It goes right over their head. And just as they showed up at the BLM march, by the way, BLM allegedly got 70 something million, 70 something more millions of dollars, potentially billions of dollars from the SVB bank. By the way, just because you show up and you identify and have a virtue signal for me, I, I'm not going to bite on that. <laughs> I'm not biting on that. Right. Then you want to say, you know what they typically do? I hate to get off on this, but what the what the liberal does is they come to you because you have a great voting, you have an effect on the voting poll. And they they come to you to virtue signal and get you, hey, I agree with your plight. Yes, you were oppressed. Yes, you deserve reparations. And, but what they're doing sneakily is they're bringing their own agenda in. So you'll have gay people that were like, hey, man, we went through the same oppressive fight as you. And we've been discriminated just like you. <laughs> right? And then they hit you with that shit, and they be like, yeah, we're going to back your cause. We're going to put bricks out for you, uh, destroy your city, because I agree with you. And then same thing with the trans, same things with the you-know-who, the JEWs. They do the same thing. Hey, we were discriminated against, and we were annihilated, just like you. So we'll support your shit, because they need you to vote, Ninja. Them by themselves, them by themselves, you take all of these groups, hand uh, disabled, the you know who's I just said new, 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 new world the order. rainbow by themselves the trans the the women by themselves they could not change the the voting by themselves by themselves if all the feminists got together with all the rainbows with all the small hats with all the handicapped people by themselves they could not swing an election they have zero impact on the election they cannot swing it however. However, if you include ninjas and then you victimize them and they relate to you and they say, we agree with you. We were we were discriminated, too. We understand it. Then you swing it for them. Guess what? Soon as they get in the office. You ain't getting shit. And then they people with wheelchairs running you over talking about civil rights acts. Right. Absolutely deplorable. Anybody who doesn't see that, new, 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 new. Yep, they pull the rug and then they get their shit voted in first. What it, what got voted in first when Biden got into office? Reparations, black community laws. You know what got voted in first? Asian hate, trans laws. Same, same with, same with, same with. Uh, what's his name? Obama. Same with Obama. Obama could have walked reparations right across the deck and he didn't. But y'all ninjas went out there and rioted. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, wow. Like, the, the, the disconnect. Black women out there putting votes in the machines, allegedly. Black women out there running. They got y'all out there uh, voting no fucking. 
They got y'all out there. Get your ass to the poll. Because by themselves, they have zero impact. But with you, virtue signaling, swing it just like that. And it's degrading to me. As a human being, that's degrading because I know I'm not going to get what I want by playing this role. And every two years, here come the Democratic fish fry, here come the racism, here come the reparation talk. Every now when the, the voting's about to start again, okay, we about to run an election. Let's get these ninjas hopped up on reparations. Let's get them talking and debating. And we need it. No, we don't need it. And this is how we're going to do it. We don't like this plan. And you ain't going to get shit. You ain't never going to get shit. Not saying that you don't deserve it, but we already know this game. <laughs> All of a sudden, in a, in a couple of weeks, in a couple of months, they're going to arrest Trump. Did he get arrested yet? They're going to arrest Trump. They're going to mugshot him. Then what they're going to do is some ninja going to get deleted by the police officer. They're going to paste it across the internet for the next eight months. <laughs> All right. Man, I didn't see this game played. They playing your ass, but it is what it is. All right. But look, man, it's degrading to me, and I wish you guys would wake up, but I'm not trying to wake y'all up. I just look at it and just sniggle. I just be on the side sniggling at y'all. Like, here we go again. Y'all go fall for it again. Okay. Talk about finessing. This is top tier for this. All right. Uh, the, uh, Macaroni Tony says that Big Daddy dude has no male friends, which is why he has to search for compliments from his female-dominated wife's family and all of his daughters. And hey, wait, and all of his daughters are on the Hennessy and he's drunk. Shame, I believe you mean. The daughters are hens, I believe. I can't know what that is. All right, but uh, let me see here. Shout out to Miles says, went to the dentist, and they said I had a cavity on my front tooth. I did not let them operate. I went to another dentist a week later, and they couldn't find one. Guys, <laughs> right? Dude, you got, if you go to dentist, you better check, dude. You better check if they, you have exactly what they think they say you have. Many times, you, I'm not saying they sneaky, but many times you don't. You don't have it. All right, especially Dennis in the hood, they'll put they'll put your whole, remember they were doing this for a long time. Um, you see poor communities, they'll they'll put all of that silver across their mouth in New Mexico. In New Mexico, they'll do that. In New Mexico, it's very common to see kids with all silver across their mouth. <laughs> like right, because the dentist is like, let's put the silver across their mouth. It's crazy, dog. It's crazy. And I would, cause I would go to, the, I would, when I lived in New Mexico for a little bit, I'm like, wow, these kids got silver in their mouth. They whole mouth be silvered out. <laughs> like, what the hell? Front teeth, back teeth. And the kid is like, he barely in kindergarten. Like, he barely got his teeth in. His teeth barely grew in, and they put all that shit across their grill. Mm. Money. Money. Elementary school, it, that's money. They, they, them kids don't need that silver across their face like that. But money. So watch out. Watch out for people like that. Like you working for bit, bruh. Get a second opinion when you go to the dentist. All right. Uh, Grease Man, Texas says long time CGA, but keep up the good work, brother. Thank you. Midwest's finest says the data about liberal mental health helps their case since their ideology is based on victimhood and not taking accountability. Crown world. Yeah, it does. It, it does help their case. Right. Uh, Cali West Miami says, but coach. His kids threw him under the bus on Fix My Life with Ayana Van Zant. He says he paid their bills. Wait, he paid them bills, never put on child support, and still a deadbeat. So, yeah, that guy that we showed you, 
he took pride. He was on Fix My Life with Yana Van Zandt. So, and the kids threw him under the bus. Guys, it's the sign of the times. We got a sponsorship here. We got... We got Mike Love. Shout out to Wesley Snipes, still married to his South Korean beauty. Yeah, man. 15 years younger, 20 years strong with four children. He says, I'm not saying I'm about to book a flight, but my passport needs some stamps. Hit me with the buzzer, coach. No, I'm going to hit you with the flight and get on out there. He says, about to passport simp for sure. And uh, it helps when you know martial arts, too. So if you want to go out there, you better learn how to do a little Hong Kong fooey. All right, when you get out there, it might get one of these ladies to be, hey, he knows better, and, and learn the language. Yeah, where's my song here? Learn the language. Deadly Ellie, make sure the cart, make sure the carts of the Ferris wheel are not see-through glass. True, yes. Make sure they're not see-through glass, or everybody's going to see what you're doing. All right, most of the ones I don't, I know, aren't see-through. I think we got everybody. Um, So that means that, uh, let me check one more time for Venmo, just in case somebody came in. Nope. We got everybody. We got all the support. We got three hours and 30 minutes. My goal is to do three-hour shows. All right. I even cut a topic out, and I didn't hit the mark. All right, but shout out to the Coach Gang. Hit the like button on the way out, and we'll be back this evening. Peace. Okay. So this is for all of my single over 30 people. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? I mean, I get it. I'm... I'm online, I'm trying all these things, but like, what happened to romance? What happened to, you know, a little bit of chivalry? Whatever happened to all of the nice things that men used to do instead of everyone asking us, what are you doing? Can I come through? Is there any real men out there at all? I don't know, help me out.